But you put on quite a show Really had me going But now it's time to go Curtains finally closing That was quite a show Very entertaining But it's over now But it's over now Go on and take a bow Closing, get gone. You better hurry up before the sprinklers come on. Talking about girl, I love you. You're the one. This just looks like a rerun. Please, what else is on? And don't tell me you're sorry, cause you're not. Maybe when I know you're only sorry. You put on quite a show Really had me going But now it's time to go Curtains finally closing That was quite a show Very entertaining But it's over now Go on and take a bow Tuesday. Good morning. It is turned up Tuesday on Coffee and Toe. We're playing yesterday's favorites, today's hits. She's just a girl and she's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy. Only like a highway. Hope your day's off to a good start. Catastrophe, but she knows she can fly away.
God Make the fire disappear when they see a God Take away my fear when they interfere, God Do you fear God? Cause I fear God And in my backyard, that's a dear God And that's a horse ranch And to my poor fans, keep repping me Do it to the death of me X in the box, cause ain't nobody checking me This girl is on fire Happy Tuesday. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hello to everyone, wherever you are in the world and you're tuned in. I thank you. It is Torrent of Tuesday on Coffee and Toe. Anything goes. We're playing yesterday's favorites, today's hits. Something old, something new. Something borrowed and something blue. <laughs> Haven't heard that one in a long time. I'm a monster, get the ego. But I got love for you, you know. This is Davido Picasso from his latest uh, album, Timeless. month of april 4-4 i know some of us you know hold on to numbers <laughs> yeah day four the voice of jennifer lopez featuring french montana i love you papi no static got the hourglass for your baby look at delay no breaks go green or red if you want to kill the body gotta start with the head put it on your i'ma need about four five beds because i love my puppy 10 after the top of the hour coming up in a little bit we'll have the headlines what we're going to be talking about today i know the whole world is talking about trump oh oh well I just want to know who is footing the bill for all the security that has to be dispatched. That's all I want to know. Is that my tax money? I don't know. And I'm feeling like it's me and you Who are they sticking that bill to? If I have to pay that bill as a taxpayer, I need to claim a refund on that. Neck, 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 neck,
Darwin. The dessert remix. The way your body moving got me hesitating. I'm looking at you, girl. Yeah, you so amazing. Kind of complicated. Got me intricated. When I watch you, I feel the rhythm in my heart. Yeah. When I seen you, girl, I knew it from the start. Moving to the beat. I'm just trying to play my part. I'm addicted. I just can't miss this chance. To go you ahead. are tuned in to Coffee and Toll. We are live on QMZRadio.com and JohnnoRadio.com. Got one more for you before we get into the headlines. Here is B.O.B. featuring 2 Chains. Headband. She head down, booty popping in the handstand. Shine bright eye, give your girl a slight tan. I make that make that whistle like the old spice man. I don't even understand why she'd ever want a man. If she ever throw it, I catch it like a corner bag. Like a corner bag, that's an interception. Interception. You think I give up? That's a misconception. Oh what a night. Oh what a night. The roof is on fire. So what? I'm high. I say oh what a night. Oh what a night. Yeah, she a bad bad bad. All jokes aside. Hey, look at baby over there. What's up? Little mama come here She started talking but I really couldn't hear her Until she started dancing like she do it in the mirror uh, Like she do it in the mirror uh, Like she do it in the mirror She broke it down, started moving like she care it's all right. Go ahead and turn that volume up. Don't be afraid to twerk if you wanna. Chop that out, down. All I want you to do is just drop that out, down. Drop that out, down. Uh, now look back at it. Whistling Dixie, middle school, I was getting on the 10th speed. Jiggle low bloodline, pimping the red tear. Black on 28, it remind me of February. There you can fool me, that would be never wearing. Dead, dropper should have came with a cemetery. I am so cold. Like Ben and Jerry, filling the Dylan, the killing the obituary. My vision blurry, this flirting. I've been drinking all night, I think my kid is hurt. So I close the curtains on the 62. I the knock in. So you better stick and move. Chain hang to my relay. Chain hang, chain hang to my relay. To do a threesome, you gotta intervene. Her legs so sexy when I'm in between. Hey, look at baby over there. What's up? Little mama come here She started talking but I really couldn't hear Until she started dancing like she do it in the mirror uh, Like she do it in the Quarter after the top of the hour Time for us to go ahead and let you know What we're going to be talking about today A.K.A. the headlines I chop one, chop two, chop that out Down, down, chop that out Down, chop, chop that out Down, all I want you to do is just drop that out Alright, B.O.B., gotta cut you short Come on in, Damon Marley Gotta say good morning to all our listeners around the world. Logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. For quality music while you work or play, keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Good morning to everyone logged on to JohnNoRadio.com for that non-stop party vibe. Download the Jano Radio app, J-A-H-K-N-O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. Hey, 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 hey,
And of course, I gotta say good morning to my studio audience, courtesy of Clubhouse. It is Tuesday, April 4, 2023, Turn Up Tuesday. And today we're playing yesterday's favorites and today's hits. Thank you so much for joining me for Coffee in Tow World News on the Go. We do this every Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern. This is where I read the news and we share our views. You can find me on TikTok, Moments with Me Media, on Instagram, Moments underscore with underscore me underscore media, and on Twitter, Me Media Moments. And the mean everything is MI. Here's what we have coming up for you today. Here are the headlines. Out of the Caribbean corner, IMF predicts growth for Dominican economy above 4.5%. The Honorable Prime Minister Dickon Mitchell will deliver a tribute to the late Grenadian Prime Minister Maurice Bishop. Vincentian among Caribbean poets to showcase work in Paris. Wee oui, wee. Oui. Saint Vincent Prime Minister explains situation regarding Liat and Severance. ICJ to rule on Thursday on Venezuela's border dispute with Guyana. Out of Jamaica, JPS advises of some major service disruptions to come. You want to tune in for that, my Jamaican folks. Four Burger King employees in custody amid a $10 million fraud probe. Oh my gosh. Fraud seems to be the order of the day. Hugh Graham resigns from PNP's shadow cabinet. Issa president says champs in discipline cannot continue. Children 12 years and younger can access free health care at the University Hospital of the West Indies. It is property tax time again. Better pay your property taxes. And immigration to go paperless amid $140 million Sangster International upgrade. Yesterday, I played a video a video of Ziggy Marley speaking with a young lady on a radio um, broadcast talking about being discriminated against by a villa owner in Jamaica and pushing the narrative of um, the discrimination that exists intra-island. Well, I am so grateful that he did not mention the villa's name because can you imagine that villa being burnt down? Huh. Well, the villa manager denies Ziggy Marley's claim of discrimination highlights rental to other jamaicans including the mother of ziggy marley rita marley as proof huh. but there were some stipulations and you know rules are rules and we gotta learn how to abide by rules and when we don't get our own way it is not fair to tarnish someone or their business all right so we're going to talk about that out of Latin America, U.S. Coast Guard repatriates migrants to Dominican Republic for dead in drug-related shooting on Mexico Beach in Cancun. In the international segment, Kenya to launch first operational satellite next week. And Philippines announces locations of four bases to be used by U.S. Army. I don't think China is going to be liking that. In news out of North America, we all know that Donald Trump will be arraigned today, but the judge will not let news cameras broadcast his full court appearance i don't know why i mean he loves the media he loves the spotlight i think they should give him his time to shine 
you know, come on. Man charged with being found on North Carolina A&T's campus with hundreds of rounds of ammo, several guns, a chicken foot, holy water, and other weapons. Oh my gosh. But that's what they say they want in this country, right? Anybody to be able to access guns. Isn't that what they want? Okay, fair enough. The Nashville shooter planned the attack for months, according to police. Los Angeles County initiates decarceration effort to swap jail time for a slap on the wrist. Huh. I don't know if the jails in California, <clears throat> excuse me, in particular LA are private owned because if they are, I am sure these owners are not going to like that. Mm, you're cutting into their profits. In the country of Florida, Senate Yep, the Florida Senate greenlights the six-week abortion ban. Do you know how many women don't even know they're pregnant at six weeks? But anyway, uh, yeah, <laughs> you know what? Let me hold my tongue on that one in health and science news. Crossed legs can be a danger to male fertility. Man, uncross those legs, uncross those legs. In lifestyle, we're going to talk about five countries that are safer for women. U.S. ain't one of them, folks. Don't worry. It ain't one of them. <laughs> and in sports news, oh my gosh, Angela Reese and her cousin Jordan Hawkins, they are the talk of the town from LSU and Iowa. I'm going to talk about them and in Believe It or Not news. So two women, it's two women, I think, well, they look like women, are charged after cutting wires that caused 40,000 people to lose internet service. We're going to have the details of those stories and, of course, great conversation coming up after a little more music all right so here's something to wake us up get us going put us in a good mood make our spirits feel right Dropping my money, calling me honey, whining my body, girl, you are up to something. Up to something. I know you wanna enjoy your body, silicone for Bobby, accent before him, girl, you are up to something. Up to something. But you don't really understand that you're beautiful, just the way you are. Baby, you don't really understand. Everything goes everywhere good, everywhere man I'm everywhere still you are up to something. Yeah. Yeah. You know everything goes everywhere good, everywhere man I'm everywhere still you are up to something. But you don't really understand that you're beautiful just the way you are. Baby, you don't really understand. Girl, I like your body, naturally something. You go it or nothing, touch on anybody. Anywhere you day, cause go be, make a man crazy, take him get. Girl, I like your body, naturally something. You go it or nothing, touch on anybody. Anywhere you day, cause go. When was the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror? No makeup. When you just woke up and told yourself you're beautiful. Nobody. 
Gotta embrace us more. Gotta let our pores breathe a little more. You are beautiful just the way you are. And from one song telling us how beautiful we are, here's another. Snoop Dogg and my boo, Pharrell. Twenty-five after the top of the hour, five minutes to get to the bottom. You know what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah, you know I'm always on that cool. Walk to it, do it how you do it. Have a glass, let me put you in the mood. It look cute, looking like a student. Long hair with your big fat booty. Back in the days, you was the girl I went to school with. Had to tell your mom or sister to cool it. The girl wanna do it, I just might do it. Get her off with some pimp, pimp fluid. Mommy, don't worry, I won't abuse it. Hurry up and finish so you can watch Blueless. I laugh at these when they ask who do this. But everybody know who, girl, that you is. Yes, you are, ladies. You are all beautiful. All uniquely made. There is only one you. Don't try to be somebody else. You did not come off a production line where everybody looks the same. And learn to embrace you. She taking just move it. I asked you nicely, don't make the dog lose it. We just blow drove and keep the flow moving in a six four million baby who cruise it. Body wagging, teary, your blue and had him hydraulic squeaking when we screwing. Now she's yelling, hollering out, snooping, hooting, hollering, hollering, hooting. Black and beautiful, you the one I'm choosing. Hair long and black and curly like a Cuban. Keep grooving, that's what we doing, and we gon' be together until your mom's moving. gonna go to Africa for the next one, Nigeria to be specific. Jawa, 
Jawa Look into my eyes, oh baby Jawa Will you be my wife, oh baby Jawa Baby Jojo My baby Jojo My baby Jojo Jojo Amina Zomana Ansamijo Chensimina It be like you be my destiny now This kind of love is no dissimilar Amina Mutunia Mola Ekno Botemina No 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 mi orika kirima Suma mi get baby speak to me now Many many man they try to whine you I don't really mind, they just they whine Oh, oh many, when I know they whine you try to whine me Baby, no go mind them, just they whine me Many, many man, they try to whine you But I don't really mind, they just they whine me Oh, oh many, 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 many man, you try to whine me Baby, no go mind them, just they whine me Who saw me say, ciao? Jawa Look, look into my eyes, oh baby Jawa Will you be my wife, oh baby Jawa Baby Oh, yeah, raga, 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 baby Jawa, Jawa My baby Jojo 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 My baby Jojo My baby Jojo Jojo Take it easy on the beat And it is time for us to go ahead and get into the details We're going to be kicking it off in the Caribbean corner as usual Coffee, where are you? Thank you for that one, Davido Jawa, look into my eyes, oh tell me, baby. <laughs> For our first story. Uh, we head over to Dominica. IMF predicts growth for Dominican economy above 4.5%. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. The International Monetary Fund, IMF, says the Dominican economy is expanding strongly but faces headwinds from global inflationary shocks. Severely affected by the pandemic, as with most countries in the Caribbean, real GDP, gross domestic product growth, is estimated to have reached 6.9% in 2021 and 5.7% in 2022, driven by construction of climate-resilient infrastructure, a rebound in tourism since the full lifting of COVID-related restrictions in April 2022, and a substantial rise in agricultural output. That's according to Joanna Pereira, who led an IMF delegation to the island on a two-week Article 4 consultation. She said global commodity price pressures aggravated by Russia's war in Ukraine, notably oil and food, in tandem with high shipping costs, pushed inflation up an estimated 7.5% in 2022, despite mitigating price policies, including fuel subsidies, custom fees, waivers, and value-added cuts, tax cuts for electricity. I got a little distracted with the part. You know, I don't know if it's only me, but I'm kind of tired of hearing the war in Ukraine as the excuse when it comes to the cost of living. 
which is impacted, we all know, by the common denominator, fuel. Fuel affects everything. But for some reason, I'm a little concerned about that. It would seem as though the entire world was getting its oil either from Russia or Ukraine and nowhere else. I may be wrong, but I would greatly appreciate if they would stop pushing this narrative. That's me. That's just me. I don't know if anybody else sees it that way. But whenever there is some issue, global issue or some war, it is so easy to use that as a means to increase the cost of everything, to extract more money out of people. I don't know. I'm, I'm probably missing something. That's just how I feel. Um, yeah, so. But good for Dominica that they are going to have that growth. That's what we want to see in the Caribbean amongst all the islands. All right. Um, next up, the Honorable Prime Minister Dickon Mitchell will deliver a tribute to the late Grenadian Prime Minister Morris Bishop. Story courtesy of IBW12.org. The Prime Minister of Grenada and the Grenadines, Honorable Dickon Mitchell, will address the State of the Black World Conference slated for Baltimore from April 19 to 23. Prime Minister Mitchell will make a statement in the opening session of the Pan-African Institute and will deliver a tribute to Maurice Bishop at the National International Town Hall meeting on the Building the Global Reparations Movement. He will also participate in the Global Black Leaders Summit Breakfast. Under the leadership of Maurice Bishop, the Grenada Revolution was an inspiration to progressive Pan-Africanists around the world. It is inspiring to know that Prime Minister Dickon Mitchell has called for a national commemoration honoring the life and legacy of Maurice Bishop this fall. God willing, as president of IBW, I plan to organize a delegation of African-American leaders to attend this historic commemoration. That's according to Dr. Ron Daniels, president of the Institute of the Black World 21st Century and convener of the State of the Black World Conference. Also out of Dominica, well, well, courtesy of the DominicanNewsOnline.com, a Vincentian is among Caribbean poets to showcase work in Paris. Yay. Dr. Jacinth Brown Howard has been selected to represent St. Vincent and the Grenadines at the 40th edition of the Poetry Market, also known as Marché de la Poise, which will take place from June 7 to 11 in Paris, France. How was she selected to attend? Well, in February 2022, the UNESCO program Transcultura, integrating Cuba, the Caribbean, and the European Union through culture and creativity, funded by the European Union, extended a call for young poets from the Caribbean. This invitation welcomed the participation of poets from the English, Spanish, and French regions of the Caribbean. So congratulations, uh, Dr. Jacinth Brown-Howard. St. Vincent Prime Minister explains a situation regarding Liat and Severance. Story courtesy of caribbean.loopnews.com. 
The Prime Minister of St. Vincent and the Grenadines, Dr. Ralph Gonsalves, has responded to concerns regarding the issue of severance for former employees of Liat 1974 Limited. This follows issues raised by the St. Vincent Liat Workers' Union in a letter to the editor, where it expressed dismay over the lack of concern, lack of compensation, or any official response to the collapse of the airline three years ago. Speaking over the weekend on WE 99.9 FM, the Prime Minister noticed that since 2020, he has not been contacted by the union. Gonsalves recalled a letter being written to him in 2020 and calling the head of the union to explain that the government was unable to do anything until the administrator indicated in a definitive way the things which Liat 1974 Limited can and cannot do and authoritatively for the administrator to sign off on if Liat were not insolvent what would be the workers' entitlement? The Prime Minister said he is awaiting a final position from the administrator in relation to all these matters. He also pointed out that at different times, the administrator sent him different numbers and he know, he needs to know what the final situation is. ICJ to rule on Thursday on Venezuela's border dispute with Guyana. Story courtesy of Nationwide Radio, J.M. The International Court of Justice, ICJ, says it will deliver a ruling from its base in The Hague on Thursday concerning Venezuela's preliminary objection in its border dispute case with Guyana. Venezuela's uh, preliminary objection in the case centers on its belief that the court lacks jurisdiction to hear Guyana's application for it to settle the border dispute in the oil-rich region, since the United Kingdom is a necessary party to the proceedings. Guyana filed the case back in March 2018, asking the court to declare that an 1899 award is valid and binding upon Guyana and Venezuela, and that a subsequent 1905 award is also valid and binding upon both countries. Venezuela has said it was not participating in the matter, but did take part in the case management process. For our next set of stories, we head on over to Jamaica. First up, JPS advises of some major service disruptions to come. Story courtesy of Jamaica.LoopNews.com. Jamaica Public Service Company has advised its customers that as part of its continued digital journey, it will be conducting customer service upgrades, which will result in temporary delays for some of the company's services. The upgrading exercise is to take place from April 6 to April 12, 2023. The upgrade is being undertaken to facilitate greater customer service efficiency. That's according to Winsome Callum, who is the Director of Corporate Communications at JPS. The objective is to make the customer service experience more seamless by improving the customer service platforms and automating some of the back office processes. In the release, the company outlined the expected disruptions of its services. So folks, listen up. Disruption of some services during upgrade period. So during the upgrade period, which runs April 6 to April 12, the following delays will be experienced one payments will not be reflected until 
after April 12th. However, all payment platforms will be available. There will be no new connections made during the period. So if you don't have no light and you need light, you have to stay without light. Okay? No new connections will be made during the upgrade period. Some customers' bills will be late, but the due date will be extended to give them the same amount of time to pay. Your bills will be late, some of you, but the due date will be extended to give them the same amount of time to pay. All right. After the upgrading, customers may experience some delays as JPS teams work to clear backlogs and resolve any issues. Customers will still be able to use the My JPS mobile app, web chat at jpsco.com, social media channels at myjpsonline, or call the JPS Customer Care Center at 888-CALL-JPS or 888-225-5577 for assistance. The customers are also reminded that they can save time by using the self-serve feature on the phone lines or the callback feature to have a representative call them back in the event that they do not wish to wait on the phone line. The company said the customer service upgrade is expected to enhance the experience of all its customers. As the country's largest electric utility company, JPS serves approximately 680,000 customers nationally. That number doesn't sound right to me. 680,000? Hmm. That, <laughs> sorry. You're telling me we only have 680,000 homes in Jamaica, a population of almost 3 million people? Hold on a second. You know, the, the um, crazy in me is awake now because no way on earth you're going to tell me that there are only 680,000 homes in Jamaica. If they're going to publish that number, which I'm going to pay attention to what you're telling me. There is a large number of people who do not have legal connections. I know some people are solar, but trust me, is not so many people solar. Okay, where's my calculator? <sighs> 680,000 homes, right? Let's say divide that by roughly 3 million people. Am I doing that right? Or is 3 million people divided by 680,000 homes? How that, well, how am I, where's my mathematician? Javet. How am I supposed to? I want to make sure. Because something is grossly. That means you're telling me 22 people live in one house? All right, JPS, what's up? Minister of Finance, um, Minister of Energy, Minister of Energy, what's up? Talk to me. What are we going to do? Because something is off here. For those politicians, for those members of parliament that represent garrison communities or some communities in which JPS is not allowed to go in to read the meters because them fear for them life, what do you plan to do about this? Because this is not fair to the 680,000 people who are actually Serve, um, carrying the bill for the island then 
and hold on a second and this should include businesses too right so 680,000 customers residential and commercial um i don't think this figure is right loop news either your figures are off and if these are the actual figures that you got from jps whoever the representative of, of jps must have given you the wrong figure or we have a bigger problem in the country now if these figures are accurate now i understand why even when you turn off every light in your house and you only have one light on your light bill still high it's not fair so i need whoever if someone from jamaica.loopnews.com is listening please we need clarification did the journalist get the right number of customers from jps jps if you have a representative listening was the right number furnished to the media and then minister of um minister of what you call it minister of energy um if these numbers are indeed correct what do you plan to do about it because something is off here i'm sorry i'm just saying but um what do i know When you're publishing certain things, just know that there are some of us who are going to ask questions. Okay, next story. Four Burger King employees in custody amid $10 million fraud probe. <laughs> please, please do not let this be woman. Please, no woman here, no woman here. I, I do beg. <laughs> because we've been getting a bad rap for um, what's been going on lately. All right, let's get into the article. Story courtesy of NationwideRadioJM.com. At least four employees at the Burger King store in Harborview, St. Andrew, are in custody this, well, as of yesterday afternoon, in connection with an almost $10 million fraud probe at the location. Nationwide sources say all four are what? What do you think, folks? Women. <laughs> Gunshot for that. <laughs> You're out for that. <laughs> okay. Let me get it together. Nationwide sources says all four are females. <laughs> and there you have it. I can't hear you, Rosola. You're so far. known for something else can I say looking too cute <laughs> because the thing is we're getting caught <laughs> we're securing the bag but we're getting caught ladies it ain't looking too cute oh gosh I'm supposed to be reading the article you see why I can't reach the way that I left because I don't know how to stay focused okay all right <clears throat> get back to business so nationwide sources say all four are females it's alleged that the four are believed to have conspired to steal 9.7 million dollars in cash taken through the cash register at the location it's alleged that the money was taken over several weeks and involved manipulation 
of the sales tracker. The women are being held at a police station in central Jamaica. The fraud squad is understood to have already made inroads into the investigation. <laughs> oh, jeez. Um, can we have a movie with all these women who've been... um? Just helping themselves. I'm not going to call it fraud. They've been helping themselves. <laughs> but wow, over several weeks, there's so much money coming out one location. I I'm in the wrong business. I need to go open me a franchise in Jamaica. I wonder if restaurant, is it restaurants of Jamaica that operates Burger King down there? Hold on a second. I totally forgot. Because restaurants... <laughs> I need me a franchise, something. Because if it, that's kind of money rolling in over a few. They're chopping the rag line. They're about chop, but they're about chop the rag line for real. Okay, hold on. Let me see which company do I need to um, talk to. Because Restaurants of Jamaica Limited. Mmm. I am interested. Okay, what? That's not the right one. No. Come I really want to know how we can get into the... Okay, I know they... Okay, so they operate KFC. So who operates... Um, hmm. Who operates... What you call it? Burger King. Yeah, let me do that. Frank Ventura, owner of um, Burger King. So who is Frank Ventura? Okay, so now I'm digging a little deeper. We got a 10 million catch me eye. Okay. Not a lie. So Frank Ventura, we need to have a conversation. I would love to own a franchise of Burger King or uh, something because the money sounds good right now. That's why they're chopping. They're chopping real good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how much a pop 10 million that's approximately what 2.5 million a piece i hope they have the money put up because the, the lawyer going to take the whole light trust and believe all of that going to an attorney sorry ladies i'm a really hoping to take the money and go give man for man god dance go flask because that no make no sense either what y'all did with it? Let me know. Did you invest it? I hope y'all did. <laughs> oh, gosh. Rosola, I don't like you. That was not nice. You could have said men. You, you just choked on us like that. Okay, where's my next story? So Hugh Graham resigns from PNP's shadow cabinet. Story courtesy of Nationwide Radio, JM.com. Load, load, load. Okay, here we go. Opposition spokesman for Commerce, Science, and Technology, Hugh Graham, has resigned from the PNP's shadow cabinet. Graham is also the member of parliament for Northwest St. Catherine. We do have more. Um, okay, listen to me. Um, today is not the day for technology to flop me. <laughs> Technology flopping me real good. Okay, so here we go. We do have a sound bite, and here is Mahiri Stewart with more details. Facebook page, 
Graham shared a letter he wrote to PNP President Mark Golding. The letter was copied to the PNP General Secretary Dr. Dayton Campbell and the Chairman of the St. Catherine Municipal Corporation, Norman Scott. In the letter, Graham said he was resigning from some of his official roles. Along with his resignation as councillor, Graham said he was stepping down with immediate effect as opposition spokesman on commerce, science and technology. My name is Hugh Graham, shadow spokesperson for commerce, science and technology for the People's National Party. Also councillor for the Loida's Vale Division since 2007 and I've been serving the people since 2002. Today I resign from both positions and it is with deep regret that the service that I want to deliver to the people, I am not able to del deliver it or continue to deliver it in the way that um, I promised my mother. Our sources say Graham has stepped down as councillor as he believes his authority is being undermined by certain forces inside the PNP. We've been told that the straw that broke the camel's back was a decision by the party to proceed with a PNP meeting in the division on the weekend, despite Graham telling the party leadership that the ground was not ready. Frustrated at the decision to go ahead with the event despite his advice, coupled with previous instances where he felt his authority was being undermined in the division, Graham sent his resignation to his boss at Old Hope Road. Hugh Graham was first elected councillor for the Luidas Vale Division on December 5, 2007, winning 68% of the votes. The Secretariat of the PNP has acknowledged Graham's notice of resignation. Graham says he feels he's no longer in a position to best serve the people. Whenever it is that I can't serve the people where I can move their lives to a better place, then that's the time I need to exit their lives if I can't help them. So um, as a counselor and as the spokesperson, I'm leaving that for the, for the party to decide on their way forward and a better way forward and hope that the party will continue to serve the people as the people are depending on us to serve them and not anything else or any other reason. The chairman of the PNP, Dr. Angela Brown-Burke, refused to comment on the matter when we contacted her this afternoon. Mahiri Stewart for Nationwide News. It's a shame. Isn't this... When was it that Lisa Hanna stepped aside? Similar reason, right? The undermining. PNP, can't you all get it together? Who is doing the undermining? Is it the older ones who have been there as fixtures? Is it the older ones who are there as fixtures through the new ones? Or is it the, the younger ones? I, I, I want to know. Get it together, PNP. You know, I, I listened to a clip, <clears throat> excuse me, not Jamaican politics, but it was from another country. And they were talking about politics. And it's, it's so sad that globally, it's the same issues when it comes to politics in every single country. Let, let me say at least 95% of countries around the world so it's not just Jamaica. 
It's in every country where politicians who are truly desirous of making an indelible mark of changing the lives of the people whom they serve, the people that who elected him, once they are elected, they cannot follow through on their promise because they are circumvented. They are held hostage in some way, shape, or form, inveigled, taken control of, because this vibrancy that we all need in politics with young, bright minds, forward thinking, futuristic, if you want to use that term, is not tolerated or is not wanted by older ones because what's going to happen, it may just unveil laziness, corruption, lack of accountability, failures. And it's such a shame. What's the real reason for you getting into politics, folks? Stop the lying. Stop pretending to care about the people. Step aside and allow those who truly care and who truly want to make a difference. Allow them to step up and do their job. Get out of the way. Far too often, when you say politics, politics. When you say politics, corruption. When you say politics, them align them pocket. These are like synonyms. Once you say politics, you know it's nothing good that goes along with it. When can we have that narrative changed? And it is our responsibility as the citizens of any nation that when our elected officials are failing us, we remove them. We remove them. We should not be putting them back because we are diehard supporters of any political party. Because we're not doing ourselves any, any good when we do that. You know, my grandfather was a GLP, my father a GLP, so me a GLP. I me not care if them not fix the road. Me not care if me not have no water in my community. Me not care if my school, me pick them school run down. I them me a vote for. So we keep putting them in to get more of the same. Why? From Wapikil Filipino, I just orange and you know, my, my, my family saying, I said, that me a rock with, you know. Yeah, me know them only come round election time and throw like a mall in the hole them and give you a case of guineas and carry a curry goat dinner come. Give me know, man, me know. But that them me a vote for. How about the health center in your community? Has it been improved? Why you want to say, I'm going to end up, I can't get nothing for give me pitney, I'm going to carry them go somewhere else. But you keep voting for more of the same. At the end of the day, we can only blame politicians for so much of the issues that we have. But we also have to stand up and take accountability, hold ourselves accountable for allowing them to treat us this 
way. And I'm not saying it is every politician that is like that, but unfortunately, it seems as though, you know, even one is one too many. But that seems to be the, the conversation all the time. And it's like when the poly the MP them coming at the area, we're frightened. We're frightened for them. Frightened for them for what? Are you put them in the position? You get up and go to the poll and vote for them. Some of you use bad manism and make sure them get in. Without realizing that your actions and your decisions, our actions and our decisions are what are jeopardizing us. Move away from by this um, diehard affiliation mentality. We have to move away from it if we intend to move forward. When people want to do good, let them do good. Why is it that doing good is always punished? Why? And then you're going to stand on podiums and talk about the need for morals and ethics and good behavior among the citizens. But we're not setting examples as leaders, are we? We need to do better. Now I'm going to leave it right there. Next up, Issa President um, says champs in discipline cannot continue. Story courtesy of Nationwide Radio JM. President of the Intersecondary School Association, Issa Keith Wellington, is supporting comments by CEO of Grace Kennedy, Don Webby, that in discipline at the annual Boys and Girls Championships cannot continue. More in this report from Shaloy Smichael. The behavior of children is a reflection of what's happening around them. That's according to Issa President Keith Wellington. As principals, it says our competitions are all geared towards a change of behavior and socializing of our student athletes. We organize these competitions not solely to identify and harness athletic abilities, but to actually groom our students into being well-rounded individuals. And so what we see as the next step is the continuation of what we are about in terms of establishing protocols and ensuring that students understand what our expectations are and getting buy-in from all the different stakeholders because you can't necessarily just fault them for what they do because a lot of what they do is what is commonplace around them. His comments follow the warning issued by Grace Kennedy's CEO Don Webby that the company could pull its champs sponsorship if the indiscipline by some student athletes continue in the coming years. He was reacting to two incidents of indiscipline by athletes which had occurred during last week's event. In one incident, a male student allegedly pointed his hand in a shooting gesture as he ran by another athlete approaching the finish line. In the second incident, a Kingston College athlete twice barged a Calabar athlete for impeding him during the Class 2 boys 100-meter final. The ISA president says he doesn't regard Mr. Webby's warning as a threat to future championships. We would have a discussion subsequent to that announcement. But we have a very good working relationship with Grace Kennedy. We know what their values are and we are totally aligned with their values. For us, it is simply a matter of our partner establishing the lines as to where they stand. And bearing in mind that we are in full support of their stance, I don't think we regard it as a threat, but more so of Grace Kennedy establishing what their own principles are. I think the statement by Mr. Webby is in keeping with their well-established principle of a family 
family-oriented company and therefore wanting champs to be something that every member of the family can participate in and feel comfortable. Shalois Michael for Nationwide News. So I am here thinking um, the gun gesture is something that, and I'm not condoning it, don't get me wrong, I'm not saying it's right, but I'm just thinking back. It has always been a part of the hand gestures that people do in sports or in music. Um I didn't see the clip to see the manner in which it was done because that could um, speak volumes as well. Um, was it done in an aggressive way? Was it done in a sportsmanship way? I don't know. So I can't give an honest um, opinion. <laughs> or I cannot give my opinion. Let me put it that way because I wouldn't give a dishonest opinion. I can't give my opinion on the matter i'm just wondering about the context the the body language um facial expression that sort of thing you know granted i have to agree that indiscipline cannot be tolerated i have to agree with that we want to maintain a certain level of discipline within these um championships because more than likely some of these students will go on to regional Caribbean or international meets. And you want to know that they will be representing first and foremost themselves. Before anything else, themselves. They will be representing themselves in an honorable fashion and then representing their countries. All right. We don't want to know that if we are not paying attention and curbing certain behaviors and we allow them to get out of control and feel that it's okay to display certain behaviors. And then when they get to the international level and they're reprimanded, we would have failed them. We don't want that to happen at all. all right. But I'm just wondering. I need to go and look up the video to see what exactly transpired. All right. As I said, not excusing the behavior. I'm thinking from a cultural, perspe cultural perspective as well. But of course, we have to look at other factors. And probably um, in today's landscape, it's probably best to stay away from those type of gestures. Yeah, probably. All right. Children 12 years and younger can access free health care at the University Hospital. Story courtesy of Nationwide Radio JM. Children 12 years and younger can now access free medical care at the University Hospital of the West Indies, UHWI. In a brief statement yesterday, the Ministry of Health says the decision follows an increase in admissions at the Bustamante Children's Hospital, specifically for respiratory illness. The Health Ministry is therefore advising parents and guardians that children with any illness can now be taken to the University Hospital for treatment. That's good. Some good news there. Yes, free for children 12 years and younger. So parents do not miss out on that opportunity. It's property tax time again. Story courtesy of JamaicaObserver.com.
Property owners have been advised that property tax payments for the 2023-2024 fiscal year became due April 1, 2023, with tax amounts remaining unchanged. Something good again. Tax Administration of Jamaica, TAJ, is advising taxpayers that its system is now updated to reflect the liabilities for the period and is therefore available for online and inline payments. Persons are reminded that they have until April 30 to make their payment without any penalty being applied and now have available a wider range of alternate payment options instead of visiting a tax office to do so. Property owners, meanwhile, can avail themselves of any of the alternate payment options available for for their convenience. Taxpayers can pay their property tax via the tax portal at www.jamaicatax.gov.jm. And I'll say that again. Taxpayers can pay their property tax via the tax portal at www.jamaicatax.gov.jm dot gov dot jm by using a valid credit card or debit card with credit card features most recently scotiabank clients can also make payments using scotia online or mobile app additionally national commercial bank clients are able to pay their property taxes via their bank's online platform by adding tax administration jamaica as a payee property owners also have the added on the go convenience of the taj mobile app taj mobile app taj at their fingertips the mobile application which can be downloaded on the google play store platform is available only to users of android devices at this time the app allows users to conduct several property related transactions including payments search for property details by valuation and strata numbers, view and share payment history, locate the closest tax office, and set personal reminders for important dates, including payment for property tax. Which leads me to ask this question. Is every property registered? That's all I'm going to ask. Landowners, property owners, those who have homes, I hope you all have your titles, your registration of title. I hope you have all been staying on top of your taxes. Make sure nobody now pay your taxes for you because if they're paying it for so many years, I forgot the exact number, but if they're paying your property taxes for you, they can claim ownership of your property. For those who are living in the diaspora and you have property in Jamaica, I would strongly recommend that you jump online or do what you got to do, but make sure your property taxes are being paid. If you are sending the money to someone to pay those property taxes for you, please stay on top of that. All right. Can't say I didn't warn you. Immigration to go paperless amid um, the U.S. $140 million sanctions to international upgrade. Story courtesy of JamaicaGlina.com. 
Jamaica's immigration system is set to go paperless and vehicles dropping off departing passengers will soon no longer exit the arrival areas as part of a U.S. $140 million expansion at the Sangster International Airport in Montego Bay. The expansion will include significant transformative changes, including the removal of the gas station at the airport, which will provide much-needed land for the project. It is anticipated that the new measures will improve the service quality and make Jamaica more competitive in the tourism industry. In recent weeks, the bottleneck experienced when passengers from back-to-back flights meet up in the immigration hall has given the island a black eye with a social media user's video of an hours-long wait to be processed being widely circulated. Prime Minister Andrew Holness, who toured the multi-million dollar expanded runway project in Montego Bay on Saturday, described the rest of the facility as outdated. And it is time for us to revisit an article we spoke about yesterday. Um, But it wasn't really an article. It was a video that I came across on TikTok and I played the recording of the video. Um... And that video was Ziggy Marley talking about discrimination. Well, well, well. Dre sent over this link to me yesterday, courtesy of the um, JamaicaObserver.com. Villa manager denies Ziggy Marley's claim of discrimination, highlights rental to other Jamaicans, including Rita Marley, as proof. Beautiful villa, by the way, I must say. Um, so let's get into it. Ziggy Marley's allegation that he was denied rental of Sea Salt Villa in St. Anne because he's Jamaican has been refuted by the property's management. The reggae singer, son of Jamaican superstar Bob Marley and Rita Marley. Let me put that in there because I'm sick and tired of you. And Jamaica do better. I'm sorry, I'm ranting. Jamaica do better. Jamaica Observer do better. Did Bob Marley have this child by himself? He is the son of Jamaican superstar Bob Marley and wife Rita Marley. Please start inserting her name. And if anybody should set the example, it should be all media outlets out of Jamaica. Jamaica Observer, the Jamaica Star, Loop News. Jamaica Gleaner, Allah Uno, please stop only referencing Bob Marley. He never breed himself, he never delivered a pit name himself. I'm sorry, let me behave myself. But I'm sick of it. The reggae singer made the claim on a program called the Africa Forum Running African. During the program, he claimed that Jamaicans are being discriminated against in their own country by a certain class. However, the villa's management countered the claim, pointing out that Marley's mother Rita and her family had stayed at the property earlier this year. The villa was just rented to Rita Marley and her family a month ago, the villa manager said in a statement to online news site Dancehall Mag, adding that the family had written glowing reviews about their stay at the property. The villa just started renting over three months ago with only eight rentals so far, two of which were Jamaicans, the villa manager also said. The only strict policy that the villa has 
always communicated and kept consistent with is that there are no outside visitors allowed during the rental. The villa's homeowners have already communicated through Ziggy's agent that they would welcome Ziggy and family if our standard rule is strictly followed. The issue here is only with the no outside visitor policy. Um, <laughs> Ziggy, I guess that's something. When you, oh, and for those who don't know, I know I've said it before, but if it's your first time hearing it, when you go to the museum, you are told you cannot take any pictures or video, any video footage of inside the house. If you do, you are subject to legal ramifications led by Sedella Marley. Rules are rules, right? Rules are rules. I remember I said, you know, when we spoke about this, and I said, but, you know, when you go, if you don't have your Jamaican documents to show that you are Jamaican, the Jamaican ID, you have to pay the tourist fee if you want to enter the museum. Okay, fair enough. That's fair. I can, I can swallow that. But rules are rules here. If the problem is that they say no outside visitor, is that just reason to then tarnish these people's business like that? And you understand there's a certain level of ignorance that runs through us Jamaicans, right? We had chip. We're not too stable. Because when I read the comments under the TikTok video that I came across, Tell we who for thing it is. Tell we where for fan it. Make we, every, a lot of people make we bunny down. Bunny down. And I remember saying yesterday, I don't support that. I don't support burning down anybody's business because you don't know what a person had to go through to be able to set up shop. You don't know the years of hard work that they had to do to be able to finally put up that building, that structure. You don't know. It's not as though there is abuse and mur all kind of wrongdoings going on, right? This is a man's, a person's business. Let me not say a man's. This is a person's business. Go ahead. I think someone opened their mic. Javet, go right ahead. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. So I did find it strange that out of everyone in Jamaica, uh, a Marley <laughs> would be denied um, or discriminated against. But if it's a um, Airbnb or a villa or whatever it is, how are you going to say no outside visitors when that's probably the whole point of renting it? So that doesn't make any sense either. You know, Javet, I see what you're saying, but it can make sense because what if they have a quota? They don't want more than a certain number of people and they don't want, some people rent their properties and don't want parties being held or gatherings there. They want it strictly to be just, they lay their rules out. That's how they want it. That part I understand if you have a capacity issue. I do understand that because you don't want your property destroyed. 
but do you just think he's just going to be there by himself? I mean, I I'm assuming they have their own homes and properties <laughs> in Jamaica. So th there's just still more to the story, I think. There's more to it, probably. And I'm saying, okay, if he's going there, it's not him alone. Let's say you agree that it's going to be 10 of you going to the villa, right? Outside of that 10, no. I if I'm and I think there are properties on Airbnb that do that. They they give you stipulations. There are strict stipulations. I know there are properties here in Miami that once rented, they let you know this cannot happen, that cannot happen, and they give you the long list of things that you have to abide by, and then you choose if you want to go ahead with renting. And some owners, property owners, have said they have had to make that decision because of damage that has been done to their property and the cost to to repair said damages yeah. so I, I, i've done i've rent we've rented here in houston for our like women's weekend mm -hmm. and each person that came had to actually pay there was like a set fee and they wanted to know everyone that was going to be there. And they actually came to the property to make sure <laughs> yeah. who was going to be there was going to be there. And you had your document to sign and everything else, you know, if something happens, it's A and if something else happened, it's B. So I do understand that. But again, this is the Marley family. So there's something else. So, Javet, I'm glad you said that because which leads me to ask the question. Because it's the Marley family, they should be allowed to do as they please? I'm not saying that, mm -hmm. but, <laughs> it, you know, like in some countries, states, cities, you have, I would, I would call the Marley's dignitaries. Okay, in Jamaica, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So if something was to happen to defame their family name, that would not be good. Mm -hmm. So you would hope that the lineage, and I haven't heard too much negative about, if any, um, negativity about his lineage and, and Rita's lineage, it, you know, I, I think they would be good, though. I don't think I would have a problem, me, mm -hmm. renting anything to them. And if something was to go down, I know that they would fix it because they do not want to tarnish their family name. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Hmm. I'm trying to see if there is more to it. But my thing is, why? Okay, so my question is, why did he come out and say discrimination? Because you know, when you use certain words irresponsibly, you're riling up the people. Vocabulary is very important. <laughs> the words you use are very important. As well as, I think, what we speak about here, emotional intelligence. It could have been something as, as it could have been something very simple. Mm -hmm. Something very simple. 
you know, we've we've spoke about it before. Remember the singer that was upset because his name wasn't big enough against deep, you know, Khaled's whatever it was award for him. And he started riling people up. It, for me, that was so unnecessary. It could be something as simple as that. <laughs> yeah. Um, where's the thing? I just had this thing in front of me. Okay, so... Yeah, the owner says absolutely incorrect. And he's still welcome to stay on the condition that he follows their rules. Guess what? This owner is not backing down. He doesn't care who you are. You could be the wealthiest man in the world or the poorest man in the world. You could be the most famous person in the world. He don't care. His rules are his rules. And I understand that. Good for him. Yeah, I understand that Marley should be a name that we should all, I get, oh my gosh, the Marleys are staying there. That should be such an honor. But what happened to the house they have up in Irish Spring? Um, Irish Town, sorry. Hmm. Okay. Because he said here that um, they came to Jamaica. What is me? We even face it. We said, because me, me face it the other day. Let me tell you what me mean. May I try to rent a place for come Jamaica. We are work on the movie Trench Town. Jungle Bull Bay all over. Enjoy the time. Hard work. So we finished that now. I miss my family come, my wife come, my youth them come. So I find a nice place. I like Villa Summer for enjoy some beach life and what you have. Old Fort Bay, right? Yeah, so I watch your place named Sea Salt. I like a villa named Sea Salt. One of the final said the man say, when him here say a we, him say, I'm not rent the place to know Jamaican. <sighs> So, so good morning. Good, good morning, Miss Phyllis. So that's the problem right there, right? So it sounds to me that statement, I'm not going to rent to no Jamaicans, right? Um, probably because Jamaican will more likely have visitors, right? Especially if you live on the island are you are you popular as the Marleys? How and and I think that's why the discrimination statement was made because he made that the the manager made that statement, which I think was completely wrong. Now this villa is seven thousand dollars a night. And maybe Ziggy had no intentions of bringing any visitors other than his family. However, the I think the manager made a, a, an assumption, right, and and then made that statement um, based on probably previous rentals because it did the article did say that um, there's been eight rentals since um, the start of the year and two have been to Jamaicans, <laughs> one of which is Rita Marley and her family. Right. So either during Rita's stay people came to visit or the pre the other Jamaican um, rental, right, rental, right? But my thing is, I do think the manager, property manager was wrong. Wrong in, in, in making that statement. Um, even if it was based on the rules, 
and making that assumption that you know Ziggy would bring visitors and denying him access to the property. But here, here's a thought that I had. Um, if I could remember now that I'm babbling. <laughs> <laughs> Take your time, Miss Willis. Um, th that seems to be, I'm glad that he addressed it, Ziggy addressed it, because it seems to be an ongoing issue in Jamaica where from the beaches to the hotels, there's so much restriction on the Jamaican um, residents there. And it needs to be addressed, it, it, or I think it will get out of control where Jamaica will no longer become a place for Jamaicans. You understand? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Of the major developments, all the um, investors, other other town investors, big money people coming in and just developing, and just taking and and the government allowing them to take control of 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 things like this. So I'm glad he addressed it from that standpoint. Um. But paying seven thousand dollars, I'm going to go back to the price seven thousand dollars <laughs> a night mm -hmm. to stay at this this villa, mm -hmm. and and being a Marley, I think anybody that can afford that that price would be more conscious of you know, making sure that the property is safe um, and, 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 and the upkeep of it, they would be more conscious about that, right? It's not going to be just any fly-by-night. That's why they price things accordingly when they don't want certain types. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, I think those kind of restrictions is is really just too much. It, it, I think it's just too much. And what was my other point? Um, I guess it's too early for me. Because um, <laughs> as you were talking, I had all this great stuff in my head. Um, the other point that I was trying, let me see if it comes back. Um, well, if it comes back, I'll open my mic again. Of but course. Yeah, I, I, de I definitely disagree with the management. Oh, I know what it was. When he started out and he talked about the discrimination um, based on the statement to no Jamaicans, it, 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 even if that statement was made because of the vi visitor's restriction, it was still a, a, um, a racist statement. Okay. You know, it was still a racist statement to assume that any Jamaican that rents is going to automatically have visitors or break the rule. Mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. And just like the cost of the villa is to weed out any issues or just have certain type of clientele, um, 
I think that rule is also in place to restrict certain type of clientele as well. And that's a problem. All right. And I, I appreciate your perspective. Thank you, because, uh, Mrs., because as you were talking, so you and Javette are pretty much on the same page. But as you were talking, I was thinking to myself, do you know that Jamaicans can't carry a story straight? We know that, right? You ever in school had to play that game where you stand in a line or in a circle and they whisper something into one person's ear and then by the time it gets around the circle, it's completely different? Telephone. Te ah, thank you, Sunet. Yes, yes. Right. By the time, I will start off by whispering, um, hey, Rosolo, the, the sky is blue the 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 pond is green and the chair is yellow and by the time it gets all the way down to virginia you hear the orange fell off the tree the cow jumped over the moon and the car is red and you're like what that's not what i said and that tends to happen then there's also the issue of sender to receiver what I said versus what you heard. That's another huge thing. How many times have we in conversation with friends and family members and even right here on the app, we've said something, but the person who is hearing it is not hearing what we're saying. Could be because of um, certain things that they're thinking about, an experience they must, may have just had, something that may just have been relayed or related to them. So they're not truly paying attention. So I thought about that as well. What if he misinterpreted what this man said? But then I said, was, Mar was Ziggy the one making the um, reservation or was someone acting on his behalf? And if someone was acting on his behalf, you know how some Jamaicans are, and I can tell you because I've seen it firsthand in Jamaica. You will say something to them and them hype it up and get very belligerent and ignorant right away. So could it be that he had a representative handling this for him, which I think would not, is not far-fetched, a man of his status, right? Had someone, the person did not disclose or whatever, exactly who what blah 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 i don't think the person discriminated because if rita stayed there with her family i don't think there's a discrimination another jamaican family stayed there we don't know what the um the what the other guests the other six guests who have stayed there look like we don't know right but if i have a property if I have a property and I'm renting out this property and let us say um, Javette has stayed there and Javette and Sonnet are related and Javette came and had a grand time and everything was well, glowing reviews and Sonnet comes and wants to stay now and Sonnet, I know that Sonnet is related to Javette, of course, what you call it... Um, you know, when you're in the workplace and they'd like to take references from, you know, the people who work there because they believe that you're bringing someone on means that they're of the same caliber as you and they, 
they, they prefer that makes the hiring process easier um referrals referrals thank you sonette so i'm gonna say oh my gosh this person is connected to javet yes i am going to lease the property to them that was what i would want to do rita stayed there her family stayed there i think there's miscommunication somewhere along the line sender to receiver and I'm not taking up for the villa owner, folks. I don't want y'all to get me wrong. I'm taking up for anybody. I'm on nobody's side. I'm just looking at what is presented to me, what he said and what the villa manager is saying. Now, I need to know who is the go-between because I believe there is a third party. There is a go-between. What exactly transpired? Who spoke with the villa manager? What exactly was said to the person making the reservation? And if it was Ziggy himself who um, contacted the villa manager, well, both of them need to sit down and have a conversation because, um, as I said, there is distortion somewhere. And I'm not going to run and say the villa manager was, being, uh, was discriminating. I'm not going to say that because the truth is, I am not privy to that conversation. I don't have the details of that conversation. I can't. Some, there is a missing piece. As Javed said, there is more to it. There is something missing. So I want to know, did Ziggy speak directly with the villa manager? Or was Ziggy reporting something that a subordinate said who may have misinterpreted what the villa manager said. So we still don't have all the answers. We have gaps. I don't know. Honestly, I think that even if it had a representative, by now the story's been out, it could have, it would have been corrected. Um, if there was some misinformation at the beginning, let's say some other person, one of Ziggy's teams, the one who made the reservation, mm -hmm. by now, the hotel and our hotel, uh, villa, excuse me, owner knows that it's Ziggy Marley. You don't, Ziggy Marley, people, regular people don't go run around and say, hey, my name is Ziggy Marley. They are Ziggy Marley. So this should have been corrected by that time. Um, okay, you can wear it later. I'll be right there. You want to wear it now? Okay, give me a minute, please. Um, but I honestly, I, I wouldn't necessarily say racism immediately because his mother is the same race as he is. But there is absolutely some sort of anti-Jamaican move. And it's seven us dollars, 7,000 US dollars, right? Mm -hmm. Not Jamaican because, of course, 7,000 Jamaican dollars is what? I don't even know how much money that is anymore. Something like $50. Mm -hmm. But yeah. um, I, I really don't know. I'm so sorry. I keep having to do math every time I have to do it. <laughs> and I don't, and I can't. I'm not the capacity right now to figure that out. That's but right. is it 7,000? American dollars, you, anybody can stay at my house because you know your seven thousand American dollars you spend this <laughs> in whatever time. You are gonna pay um, another fifteen thousand to clean it up if something goes wrong. You are gonna be responsible. If I need to build a new deck, build a new side, you're gonna pay for it because you had your people mess it up. Sign a contract. That's all you have to do. Create a contract. Have them sign it. Know that if you cause any damages. You are also responsible for paying for it. And if you can spend $7,000 for a villa, trust, you can spend the money to clean it up. But I'm done. 
Thank, thank you, Sunet. I, I wouldn't rent to any anybody. Sorry, not everybody with money have class. I, I I'm sorry I, because I don't want to rent out my villa for two nights for fourteen thousand dollars and then damage costs me fifty thousand dollars. No. Uh, but, but you're, you're gonna, I mean, so I see not them. I'm not talking right? about the Marley family. No, like some. I'm sorry, folks. Um. Some rock and roll artists, sorry, not coming. <laughs> Some rappers, sorry, you ain't coming. I'm sorry. Okay. You, you. I mean, it's it's your property. You have the rights, right? And then that's what this villa owner is doing. He also has rights to make his decision on whom stays in his place. But if you allowed one part of the Marley family, the branch, the mother, and she cannot be alone because, as we don't we know, is not Rita still sick? Rita Marley is not. 100%. She's not walking around on her own and doing things. Didn't she have some sort of stroke where her speech is, imp is impeded? Mm -hmm. She has a team. So that means there was a team with her. If, if v I don't know how many children Ziggy has. I have not paid attention to the Oh, family. let me tell you. Let me tell you what we know about with his wife. Four. Okay. So four with his wife and then there, when you say with his wife, that means immediately there are others out there. I don't know. I'm just saying oh, what we know okay. about. I made an assumption, <laughs> forgive me. I made an ass of you and me. But, um, fine. It's Don't him, start no wife, rumors. Four children. Huh? No, no. I was telling moments to not start No, I'm not starting rumors. I'm saying <laughs> what I see. I don't know. So fine. Four children, his wife, uh, um, perhaps an assistant, perhaps a glam person for his wife, maybe a chef because they are vegan or vegetarian, if I'm not mistaken. He had a cookbook that was vegetarian or, or Ito. Um, so maybe it'll be a party of eight or nine. This is Ziggy Marley. Don't say no. But that's that's just me. Mm -hmm. I'm done. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so... Built in 2007, Sea Salt offers a five-bedroom main house on the beachfront, two two-bedroom cottages, a butler, chef, housekeepers, and various luxury features. Their website reveals that the rates range from U.S. dollars $29,000 to $44,000 for a seven-night stay. Can I say something real quick? Yes, um, of course, of course, Miss Phyllis. Thank you, Mumu. Okay, so originally, and I agree with you, I think he had staff person make the reservations, right? And they didn't realize that it was Ziggy. And maybe that staff person was Jamaican, and that statement was made. And then, because the first article I saw was, um, or statement, I think it was on social media, maybe Facebook, but it was an article quoting Ziggy right mm -hmm. um that it was um discrimination um no jamaicans then they came back the article continued and, and the management came back and said okay no um pretty much oh it's ziggy but the rules is no visitors right mm -hmm. so i agree with you that there's someone else that probably made the reservation then them come back in and with a rule which was just, just as bad as to me because they're trying to it seemed like they were trying to cover themselves and say okay because it's Ziggy um yes and but there's rules no visitors mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
Um, th that's that's the piece. No, no. <laughs> I'm happy to try this month because I'm keep losing my trend of thought. That's I'm sorry. all right. Take your time, Miss Phyllis. Take your time. So, um, listen, go ahead. I, I can't remember. All sorry. Right. No, no, that's all right. That's all right. Um, I, I just need all parties now to come forward. That's it. Because something is missing. There is more. We need more. Um, Javette says we need more. Tasha says we need more. I'm saying we need more. There is more to this. Now, let me say this. I know that there is a petition. Let me retract. I don't know for a fact, but it is circulating on social media that the Marlies have embarked on a petition to help um, in the fight for the, the what, what's the name of the beach in St. Thomas? The Bob Marley Beach? Is that the name of it? To not be privatized for locals to still have access to it. Now, could it be that because of what's going on there and this is coming on the heels of that and it, everything is just bundled up into one and there is no separation in the experiences and in the situations all right could it be that he is so wrapped up emotionally in what is going on because right now there is a nationwide outcry as it relates to the rights of Jamaicans not being fully protected when it comes to the country's natural resources. We know that there is a, a nationwide cry right now and people feel that they're being discriminated against. Um, and I won't say racist. I don't think race is the issue here, as Sonette pointed out. Definitely not race. But there is discrimination um, where when it comes to the beaches, meaning who can access, who can't access. If you know, if we, we just want privatized, so on and so forth. So I get that part. But because he's in this fight, unfortunately, this has now spilled over into this experience, which was probably not discriminatory. But everything just bundled up and there is some um, graying, gray area, the muddying of the waters, so to speak. If you're going to speak about the constitutional rights of Jamaicans that are being infringed upon when it comes to their access, speak on that. Do not mix the two. Because what you're doing is adding fuel to the fire. And unfortunately, and this is a sad truth, not many of us will sit down and try to rationalize and reason and try to pick sense or and put the pieces of the puzzle together. Not many of us, even though educated, are willing to do that. We're quick to fly off the handle, unfortunately. So when we are in certain positions, when we are in the limelight, so to speak, we have to be careful the, the story that we're telling. We and make sure that when we tell the story, nobody can come back and say, no, 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 no,
on the Africa Forum um, program, people got worked up. Now we have the, the owner of the villa coming forward and saying, no, that is not what transpired. So we have to be careful. Um, what the person, what he could have done, and I'm not saying he did not do it. Not saying he did not do it. But let us say it didn't happen. What he could have done is have a conversation with the villa owner to make sure they have a clear understanding of each other. And then if after you have that conversation, it is as clear as day that I don't want Jamaicans at my property. And this, these are the reasons why then you can go and make your statement. That's how I feel. I may be wrong. I'm probably looking at it from a different perspective, the wrong perspective. I don't know, but that's how I, I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. I know this is going on in our moment, but I have a quick, a quick Yeah, man, comment. go right ahead. Um, the, the fact that I did not realize originally that the hotel, excuse me, Villa came with staff. Yes. Um, so it, it may be like jumping off, but I think perhaps it's the staff. He wants his people. That's because when I went original, my original submission was saying, you know, he's going to come with a team. But there, there is a, already a team. It could be... I don't want Jamaicans, meaning I don't want this Jamaican chef, not not countering Marley, but the people he is associated with, because he's gonna have his um his team. But you know what? You're right. We can we can dead it. Um, yeah. <laughs> hopefully, more information will come out and yeah. and the real truth of what is happening. It'll be so nice if they just said, "Here's a contract, and this is what Mr. Marley didn't want." Exactly. And we'll be done with the conversation, but bits and pieces coming out from all over the place yeah all right i'm done i'm done yeah have a good morning <laughs> thank you Sonette. that is the issue bits and pieces and because of these bits and pieces it is leaving us the audience coming up with our own ideas and our own interpretation of what happened and that is not fair to either party you know us Coming up with these conclusions, it's not fair to Ziggy and it is not fair to the Villa owner. We talk about the need for fairness and transparency in media. And so it is so important that everything is aired so that we not have no um, distortion, misinterpretation misrepresentation of facts all right so we wait for more thank you dre for sending that story over appreciate the follow-up so look out for more um follow-up dre <laughs> all right it is time for us to take a quick break when we return we have stories out of latin america and stories from the international scene it is turned up tuesday so here's a little more music hope you feel good
take it off, hit it flop, shake it freely And I don't tell stories, I let them tell themselves And you ain't gotta sell, girl, it's sell itself Like nothing else, yeah, I'm a country boy But that big city bottom fill me up with joy Ain't life grand, live it up, baby He go to whisper song, baby, this is us, ready Put it on me, enthusiastically Whatever it is that you do, you do it admirably And I ain't choose it, that thing chose me It's what we this thing, all the way in this thing Go to this Thank you to all of our listeners logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. For quality music while you work or play, keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Got a bag full of feelings and a house full of regrets. This baggage is fit to no plane, don't mean to digress. Set your alarms for 7 p.m. Eastern tonight. The Rosolo Show goes on for three hours tonight. Join her as she interviews her special guests, DJ Amp Love, Angela Eyes, and Mellow Fam First International. The Rosolo Show airs live on ViscosityBlend.com, QMZRadio.com, JanoRadio.com, and WKRIS CoffeeRadio.com. It is Torn Top Tuesday. We're playing yesterday's favorites, today's hits. It's all mixed up today. To my John O Radio listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. I should have known you. Don't forget to download the John O Radio app, J A H K N O. It is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. John O Radio, take us on the go. Cause ooh, you're so much better than the next guy And a little trouble only makes for a good time So all the normal red flags be a good sign Don't you come in thinking goodbye I that far You seem like trouble to me I can tell by the way that you lean And the way that you kiss your teeth And you turn up so fresh and clean Smells like trouble to me Opposite the track, like your sister's at. Good girl, bad guy, what a perfect match. And if you gon' wanna play baptized, cause when you finish, you gon' feel like you was baptized. See, baby, now you're feeling for a test drive. Cause you don't wanna lose your ride to the next guy. And baby, trouble only makes for a good time. So all the normal red flags be a good sign. Don't you come in thinking goodbye. I down for You seem like trouble to me. Your teeth. 
And you turn up so fast You clean Smells like trouble to me I got a bad form in the worst way Dear Lord, how'd I get in this position in? Should've never got involved in the first place The second place, never get the recognition mm. See what he doing to me, make me have to shout it out Five minutes before the top of the hour Coming up after the music break We have stories out of Latin America And on the international scene Keep it locked You're listening to Azalea featuring Jay Hud, Jennifer Hudson Title track, Trouble. Gonna take it back to the continent. There is Davido with Blow My Mind. It is Turned Up Tuesday. Thank you to my Clubhouse family for always hanging out with me. Thank you for lending your voice. Thank you for lending your opinions, your perspectives, your insights. Greatly appreciate it. There is some pink for you. There you go. Don't you know that game beats game? So your best bet is to be straight with me. So you say you want to talk, let's talk. If you won't talk, I'll walk. Yeah, it's like that. I got a new man. He's waiting out back. Now what? What you think about that? Now when I say I'm through, I'm through Basically I'm through with you What you wanna say? I had to have it your way Had to play games and Now you're begging me to stay There you go About how you changed, how you said goodbye to what's the name. All it sounds like to me is new game. And I was right when I thought I'd be much better off without you. Had to get myself around you. 
Cause my life was all about you So you say you wanna talk, I don't Say you wanna change, I won't Yeah, it's like that Had your chance, won't take it back Now what, what you think about that? And when I say I'm through, I'm through Basically I'm through with you What you wanna say? Had to have it your way, had to play games Now you're paying me to It is the top of the hour time for us to get back to business and we are heading over to the Latin American corner. Thank you, Pink. Celia, U.S. Coast Guard repatriates migrants to the Dominican Republic. Story courtesy of Caribbean.loopnews.com. The U.S. Coast Guard repatriated 39 migrants to the Dominican Republic on Saturday following the interdiction of an illegal voyage vessel in Mona Passage waters near Puerto Rico on Friday morning. One other man from this case, also a Dominican Republic national, is facing federal prosecution at the U.S. District Court in Puerto Rico on charges of attempted illegal re-entry into the United States. The man also has an outstanding federal warrant from Boston for identity theft. According to reports during a routine patrol on Thursday night, the air crew of a Coast Guard Ocean Sentry aircraft detected a 40-foot makeshift boat approximately 38 nautical miles northwest of Aguadilla, Puerto Rico. In our next story out of the Latin American corner, four dead in drug-related shooting on Mexico Beach in Cancun. Story courtesy of AlJazeera.com. A shooting involving suspected drug dealers has killed four people on a beach in Mexico's popular Caribbean resort of Cancun. The latest outbreak of violence in the city's hotel zone on Monday came as tourists flocked to Mexico's Riviera Maya during the Easter holiday period. Authorities detained two suspects who apparently are related to drug dealing activities. That's according to Jose de la Peña, a security official in Quintana Roo State, where Cancun is located. Mexico is plagued by cartel-related bloodshed that has seen more than 300,000 people killed since the government deployed the military in the so-called War on Drugs in 2006. While Quintana Roo is generally considered safer than much of the rest of the country, there has been an increase in violence linked to gang turf wars in recent years, prompting security forces to step up patrols. In October 2021, Two tourists from Germany and India were killed in a shootout between suspected gang members at a restaurant in the resort of Tulum. The following month, two suspected drug dealers were killed in a shooting that sent tourists in swimsuits fleeing in panic from a beach near Cancun as well. On the international scene, Kenya to launch first operational satellite Next week, as of 2022, at least 13 African countries had manufactured 48 satellites, but none has been launched from African soil. This story is courtesy of aljazeera.com. 
Kenya, all my Kenyans, stand up, please. Kenya will launch its first operational satellite next week in a landmark achievement for the country's space program. That's according to the government when speaking on Monday. Taifa One, or One Nation in Swahili, and I hope I said it right. For those of you who speak Swahili, please let me know. Uh, is scheduled to be launched on April 10 on board the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket from the Vandenberg Space Space Force Base in California. The mission is an important milestone, the Defense Ministry and Kenya Space Agency said in a joint statement, adding that it would contribute significantly to the country's budding space economy. The observation satellite is fully designed and developed by Kenyan engineers and will be used to provide data on agriculture and food security, among other areas, the statement said. Testing and manufacturing of the parts were done in collaboration with a Bulgarian aerospace manufacturer. Kenya, East Africa's economic powerhouse, is suffering its worst drought in decades after five failed rainy seasons. The satellite launch will add to a push by African nations for scientific innovation and the development of space programs. Egypt was the first African country to send a satellite into space in 1988. Yes, for those of you who are wondering, Egypt is a part of Africa. I know we spoke about this some weeks ago. In 2018, Kenya launched its first experimental nano satellite from the International Space Station. As of 2022, at least 13 African countries had manufactured 48 satellites, according to Space in Africa, a Nigeria-based firm that tracks African space programs. And these countries include Ethiopia, Angola, South Africa, Sudan, and others. More than 50 African satellites have been launched as of November 2022. How comes we don't hear about this? Huh? What's up? What? It's like South America, please. Come on, more man. Good <laughs> more. I'm <laughs> So it's neither benefiting America or being done by America, so we not only hear about it. That's why the world news is so lovely. Okay. <laughs> Let's go on. I am fe- you know what? I gotta give them a round of applause. Yes. We need more of these stories to come to the forefront so that we can stop hearing the same narrative over and over again. I appreciate this. Can you imagine? 48 satellites have been manufactured by at least 13 African countries, and that is as of 2022. Mention is made of Ethiopia. What do we always hear about Ethiopia? Mention is made of Angola. What do we always hear about Angola? And mention is made of Sudan. What do we always hear about Sudan? Hmm? More than 50 African satellites have been launched just since the other day, November 22. That was just the other day. According to Space in Africa, I'm loving it. I am absolutely loving it. Yes, more stories like these, please. Makes you feel proud. Yay, yay. <laughs> um, so, folks, um, technology is not going anywhere. It is definitely a program to get into. What, what, what's the um, STEM science, technology, engineering, and math? Did I get it right? 
Sans? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Let's encourage those who are so inclined. If we notice, and we, we, we know our children, if we make certain observations and we see how interested they are, let's encourage them to pursue these routes as well. Because these things are intended to help work in conjunction with other areas, other fields. For example, agriculture, which is a much needed field. All right. So, yes. Okay. I'm done glowing for the moment. <laughs> Go ahead, jump in. What I also was going to say is you don't even have to wait to see if they're interested. Just open their minds to it and yes. see where it goes from there. Yes. Yes. How so this is homework for us as parents or if you're grandparents or anyone listening who has nieces or nephews or any child in their care or that they're concerned about have the conversation as Javette just said. But also find out if the schools that they're enrolled in have vibrant STEM programs. If there is none Let's see how we can get busy trying to, you know, ensure that these programs are made available. Yes. Woo. Yeah. Okay. On to the next one. <laughs> Philippines announces locations of four bases to be used by U.S. Army. Story courtesy of AlJazeera.com. The Office of Philippine President Ferdinand Marcos Jr. has named the four additional bases that United States forces will have access to under an existing defense agreement to expand military cooperation. The Philippine government announced in February that it would allow rotating batches of U.S. forces to indefinitely stay in the new camps, in addition to five local bases earlier designated under a 2014 enhanced defense cooperation agreement the locations of the additional bases however were withheld until monday while the government consulted with local officials the presidential communications office said in a statement that the four sites will be in isabella and cagayan on the island of luzon facing north towards taiwan and on palawan near the disputed spratly islands in the south china sea the bases had been assessed by the Philippine military and deemed suitable and mutually beneficial, the statement said, noting that the camps would also be used for humanitarian and relief operations during disasters. A U.S. official cited by AFP News Agency confirmed that the locations announced by the palace were the new EDCA sites. And that one wraps up our stories on the international scene. I'm going to go ahead and jump on down to some sports news. Angel Reese, we're going to talk about her, and um, San Diego men's basketball team uh, win fifth NCAA men's basketball title. Okay, we're going to talk about the cookout going to be lit, and we're going to talk about the hand gesture. All right, so in a mini mini mo, catch a piggy by the toe. Which story shall we go with first? Angel Reese, I don't know what's going on. I'm sorry, say that again, Sonette. I want to know what the hand symbol was about. So <laughs> that's my vote. That's your vote. Okay, so let's go ahead with I, that one. I've not been paying at all, so it's going to be fresh. All I do keep seeing is people talking about it, and then, and then I'm not listening to them. It's like, what's going on? So, okay, I'm going to shut up now and listen. <laughs> all right, so let's go with that one. What were you going to say, Miss Phyllis? Sorry. 
My vote was the hand gesture. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that's two votes for the hand gesture. Let's get into it. So how a hand gesture dominated a NCAA title game and revealed a double standard. Story courtesy of NPR.org. Louisiana State University beat the University of Iowa in the women's NCAA tournament final on Sunday in a matchup full of historic firsts and dramatic moments. One of the most talked about moves happened late in the game and involved two star players, John Cena's wrestling catchphrase and a social media frenzy. Here's what happened. LSU forward Angel Reese celebrated the Tigers' fourth-quarter lead and imminent victory by waving one hand in front of her face, a gesture popularized by the wrestler as You Can't See Me, and tapping her ring finger while looking pointedly at Iowa Hawkeyes guard Caitlin Clark. You know what? Let me go ahead and put the link at the top of the page so that my folks on Clubhouse can see the article and open it up and have your um, comments as well um, if they will help the comments uh, bear with me one moment and copy and now we paste okay there we go updated ptr folks ptr so that's what happened all right so let me go again lsu forward angel reese celebrated the Tigers' fourth-quarter lead and imminent victory by waving one hand in front of her face, a gesture popularized by the wrestler as You Can't See Me, and tapping her ring finger while looking pointedly at Iowa Hawkeyes guard Kaylin Clark. The moment quickly went viral, with commentators and observers criticizing Reese for what they perceived as unsportsmanlike taunting of Clark. The word classless even trended on twitter wow reese is black and clark is white both players have been standouts at this year's march madness reese 20 was named the most outstanding player on sunday while 21 year old clark who had already been named 2023 player of the year by several associations broke multiple records at the tournament she finished with 191 points the most ever scored by any man or woman in a single NCAA tournament. Both players have used the same gesture at this year's March Madness. Clark waved a hand in front of her face two games earlier when Iowa beat Louisville to enter the Final Four. But she didn't get criticism for it. In fact, she earned praise, including from Cena himself. Cena said on his Twitter account, even if they could see you, they couldn't guard you. Congrats on the historic performance, Caitlin Clark, and to Iowa on advancing to the Final Four. After Reese faced backlash for returning the gesture, many people, including professional athletes, took to Twitter to point out the racist double standard. And this is far from the only time that that has happened. Washington Post sports columnist and ESPN panelist Kevin Blackstone told Morning Edition on Monday. For example... Jack Jackson, who became the first black heavyweight boxing champion early in the 20th century, was called cowardly for the same defensive style of boxing that earned white fighters praise for using their gill. Blackstone later tweeted that NFL halfback Joe Lilliard was a standout of the league in the early 1930s and just as cantankerous as many white players back then, but was castigated for 
being so. We've been conditioned into judging similar, if not the same, behavior by white athletes and black athletes differently. And this was another anecdote to go along with the qualitative evidence. Where does the gesture come from? Well, Cena has been doing the you can't see me move since he brought it to the WWE in the early 2000s, waving an open hand across his face to suggest he's too fast for his opponents to see him coming. It was also the title of Cena's 2005 debut rap album, which included The Time Is Now, his now iconic entrance song. Cena may have popularized the gesture, but he didn't create it from scratch. He publicly credits rapper the G-Unit member Tony Yayo with doing it first in his 2005 So Seductive music video with 50 Cent. Well, how did it get into John Cena's hands? He's brought that store to several talk show stages in recent years. He told Jimmy Fallon last year that when he was working on his 2005 album, his younger brother Sean was always our litmus test and never satisfied with any of the songs. But when Sean heard the time is now, he says he offered a seal of approval in the form of Tony Yayo's move, bobbing his head in front of his open hand. Cena remembers saying he'd do it on TV and his brother daring him. So basically, on a dare, by absolute chance, I went out there and I figured this wasn't visible enough, he says, demonstrating the head nod versus the hand wave. So I wanted to do this. And the term you can't see me is like, well, you're not even on my level. The catchphrase has morphed into an even bigger meme in the years since, with people joking now that they literally cannot see Ceno. Literally. What have the players said? Let's get into that. Both players have already commented publicly on Sunday night's controversy. Immediately after the game, Reese told ESPN that she had been eager to whip out the move, saying Caitlin Clark is a hell of a player for sure, but I don't take disrespect lightly. Reese accused Clark of disrespecting members of her team as well as South Carolina players at a previous game. Her LSU teammate, Alexis Morris, had already criticized the Hawkeyes' defense, saying she found the way they guarded South Carolina disrespectful and vowing to take it personally going into the final. I wanted to pick her pocket, Reese added, but I had a moment at the end of the game. I was just in my bag, in my moment. Reese later doubled down in unapologetic tweets and comments at a post-game press conference where she said she had faced personal attacks all year for not fitting the narrative. I don't fit in the box that you all want me to be in. I'm too hood. I'm too ghetto. You told me that all year. But when other people do it, y'all don't say nothing, Reese said. So this is for the girls that look like me, that want to speak up on what they believe in. It's unapologetically you. It was bigger than me tonight. She noted that Twitter will always go in a rage, but she feels happy for all that she's done to help grow women's basketball this year. Clark said at a post game briefing that she had no idea that Reese was taunting her, adding that she was just trying to get to the handshake line and shake hands and be grateful that my team was in that position. I was just trying to spend the last few moments on the court with especially the five people that I've started 93 games with and relishing every second of that. 
Iowa head coach, Lisa Bluter, said at that same conference that we're all different people and we all have different ways to show our emotions, adding she could only focus on what she can control. Well, what are others saying? Too damn much, if you ask me. Many athletes, commentators, and fans are calling out the people who have criticized Rees, questioning why they didn't take an issue with the gesture when Clark did it. Exactly. If you didn't say it was classless when Caitlin Clark did it to her opponents, then don't say it about Angel Reese either, tweeted former Baylor QB and Heisman winner RLG III. Retired NBA player Ethan Thomas called people out for finding it cute when Clark did it. So don't be all outraged and talking about class and sportsmanship when Angel Reese does the same thing. Others encouraged people who had that reaction to interrogate the bias behind it. If you celebrated Clark for doing this, but not Angel Reese, you got to take a long, long look in the mirror. That's what uh, Meg Linehan tweeted. And others still urged people to move away from the conversation. And as one woman's basketball fan account put it, let these women trash talk. Sports journalist Holly Rowe called on people to stop bashing the players, no matter whose side they took unapologetically confident young women should be celebrated, not hated. She added, get used to it. Sometimes when I have nothing to do but find unnecessary drama when there is no drama. Why, why did they go in on Reese? For what? So. Good morning again. Okay. Hold on, Ms. Phyllis. Go ahead, Javette. Go ahead. I've I've noticed that <clears throat> the the art of celebrating while games are being played, especially in women's basketball, for some reason has been looked at as unsportsmanlike. But like your article has said, throughout history, when we do certain things to celebrate what's going good it always seems to be a negative, but others um, are allotted and applauded for their goodness. I don't know if this would ever be changed. And I, I can go back to even when we were younger and in the Olympics, when the two athletes had raised their fist mm. in protest. Um I'm just going to say as an African-American, a black American, a Caribbean American, wherever you want to put me, when I do something, I'm going to celebrate. And I think we all should do it too, as long as it's respectful. And I did not see anything that young lady did as being disrespectful. And I yield. Thank you, Javet. Miss Phyllis? Okay, I'm up in the weight now. <laughs> Had your coffee? <laughs> Not yet, but I'm up in the weight. Okay, good. I'm going to sound like Afa now. <laughs> um, <laughs> those, um, I think I have the word, mafungas. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. <laughs> right? This is nothing new. This is how they always try to sidetrack the success of black people. They always try to find a, 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 a create a narrative, a negative narrative 
right? That will sidetrack because the focus right now is on the hand gesture and not the win. Mm-hmm. And, not, and that's a problem. I don't even want to talk about that because this is, we're used to that. What I really want to say is that what it shows is that we're, as Black people, we as Black people are not good at creating our own narrative and pointing out discrepancies and and those type of things that is negative against us. Now, this has been happening throughout the whole um, basketball season of of, um, March Madness, right? But not one black person stood up and said, this is not right. That's going on against the black players, right? Because we sometimes feel it's the norm and we don't have a voice. I don't know what reason we don't, but in every factor of our being, we need to be pointing out these type of things more verbally verbally and um i don't know marches whatever we need to be more active in creating our own narrative and pointing out some of these discrepancies that's happening to us we're not good at that in any factor of our lives be it in our jobs um um systemic racism we're not good at that we coming like okay we're used to it we've been so conditioned but as soon as somebody step on their toes they'll they'll they have almost uh uh, uh some sort of book procedures of how to immediately attack the issue we're not good at that we need to start reversing that, and that's how we can change it um All right. Thank you so much, Miss Phyllis. Who remembers, um, who remembers the dance? (laughs) Who remembers the dance at the end of the tennis match with Serena? Who remembers that when she won? When she did the crip walk. Yep. Who remembers that? Mm -hmm. And how they shredded her to pieces. Well, Hey, Kevin, we the best. Who? We? We We the best. The runners. I represent the ghetto across the world. And you represent the hood. Two hands in the sky. I'm so listen. I got my pants below my waist and I never dance when I'm in this place. Cause you and your man is planning to hate. I'm so hood. And I got these goals up in my mouth. If you get closer to my house, then you know what I'm talking about. I'm out the hood. And if you Everybody want the mother know why I dress so fly, sit so high. I do it for the hood. I do it cause I'm cool. Heavy stars in my jeans, please. Both X in my white tee. Living life like a G, that's why these people wanna fight me. But I ain't gonna play with them. Uh-uh, rather than the AK hit them. Talk, get ripped up, and put on ice for the rest of their life. I'm straight out the hood, bruh. See, that's who I do it for. And my low class ghetto world. Yeah. Why is it they insist on calling 
what we do hood but when they do it as sula put it in the chat when we do it it's a problem when they do it it's okay hmm? why for me it, it's 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 not even the us against them it's sports you celebrate when you have a win you it, it part of intimidating a, your opponent is sports so I, you know that's the bigger issue for me and like i said i don't care what color i am in this world when i do something good i'm gonna celebrate it if you have a problem too bad that's how i see too so th is there a rule book on how and you know it is such a shame i am tired of us being put against each other and the sad part is they weren't even against each other with regard to the hand gesture they weren't they were only playing a game and each one wanting to play but we the people always got to be busy trying to find a problem and everything it's as though we are so miserable we ain't got nothing better to do When you say we, I'm all, not, mommy. I'm just talking human beings, not us per se, but you know, and these people who are making the comments. Okay. Let me rephrase it for Miss Phyllis. The people who found issues with it, they ain't got nothing better to do. Is it that you just have some people, are they paid to do this, to scrutinize everything and make things what they're not? Their purpose is to deflect and minimize the win. Oh my gosh. Let the, yeah, let the child celebrate how she want to celebrate. Stop putting us in boxes and putting us on shelves because when we do it, it's a problem, but when you do it, it's okay. Stop. And we need to hold quote unquote, the people who keep doing this accountable, shut them down. Stop giving them a voice. Stop feeding into them because they love it. They relish in that sort of thing. Allow them. Go ahead, job. Uh, Miss Phyllis, sorry. Go ahead. That would make us reactive, which we're really good at. I'm, my point is to be proactive and before they could even in this in this situation before they could even um you know respond the way they did to this action if we were doing that from the beginning they wouldn't have they wouldn't be able to at the end i just think that as black people we need to call them out every single time like they do us. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. And Sula put a comment in the chat. Social media does that and it just gets uncontrollable after that. Yeah. But we are here to celebrate. That's what we going to do. Who don't like it? Too bad. Have several seats in your sorry, miserable corner because we are here for it. We are here for the cookout. That's going to be happening with Angel Reese and Yukon's Jordan Hawkins. Thank you. <laughs> Pick up Connecticut. Yes. <laughs> I, when, when, um, 
the hurricanes and the owls were out i said i'm going with the huskies and uh yes university of connecticut the cookout gonna be lit and you want to know why it's gonna be lit folks because angel reese and jordan harkins are cousins yay yay so can you imagine <laughs> i'd love to see them do uh street ball against each other see how that turns out but let me go ahead and read the article courtesy of cnn sports well 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 Jordan Hawkins is a national college basketball champion, but he won't be the only one with a new ring at his family's next get-together. Hawkins, who scored 16 points in the University of Connecticut's 76-59 victory, that was an ass-whooping thank you over San Diego State University in the NCAA Men's College Championship game on Monday, and his cousin LSU star Angel Reese, who had her own success when the Tigers won its first NCAA Women's Basketball National Championship title on Sunday. Day. The pair both will receive commemorative rings to celebrate their respective title successes. Reese's hometown is Baltimore, MD, Maryland, while Hawkins was born 42 miles away in Gaithersburg. Dawkins says that their title victories are the culmination of a long journey, which the pair will celebrate in style in the weeks to come. I am so proud of them. So proud. What are y'all doing for that for her? Um, for him up there in Connecticut, Miss Phyllis. I hope y'all having a street parade or something. Better, you know. Of course, of course, they gonna plan all of that. But um, the, the um, what's her name? Trisha Bailey. Uh huh. Jamaican. Um, she was recently um mentioned as the wealthiest jamaican woman in the diaspora yes she's um she was at the game in big style because um she gave millions of dollars recently to yukon sports academy um and her, her she was track and field when she was at yukon and she said it changed her life the discipline and everything that she learned so i know she'd be pushing a lot of money in celebrating and it's, it's it's, it's just huge. Connecticut is off the chain right now. Awesome. awesome. Been a while. It's been a while. <laughs> awesome. I'm happy for the folks up there, but of course, definitely happy for her. But I am going to say this. Women's professional basketball, the WNBA. We need to see, and I know we're not going to have this conversation today. I'm just going to say this. Let us see how we can up the salaries of the WNBA players. That's all I'm going to ask for. All right. Okay. So, oh, in light of this as well, um, Biden, <laughs> Biden press secretary clarifies White House invitation is just for LSU after player calls it a joke. So CNN Sports is reporting that First Lady Jill Biden appeared to walk back suggestions that the White House might invite both LSU and Iowa's women's basketball teams after Tigers star Angel Reese called it a joke on Monday. 
Speaking on Monday, Biden congratulated both teams on their performance in Sunday's national championship game, as well as specifically highlighting Iowa's sportsmanship. Last night, I attended the NCAA Women's Basketball Championship, said Biden, while speaking at an event at the Colorado State Capitol in Denver. So I know we'll have the champions come to the White House. We always do. So we hope LSU will come. But, you know, I'm going to tell Joe, I think Iowa should come too because they played such a good girl. Oh, hell no. Do the losers usually go to the White House? Hell no. Hell to the no. Same exact thing, though. Um, moment. Same exact thing. <laughs> hell no. Go ahead, Marlon. No, I was going to say no. They don't bring the losers to the White House. Only the champions. So I don't know why she's doing this. Hmm. She licked our head. <laughs> no matter what it is, only the winners they bring to the White House. And I don't think LSU gonna go if they bring um, Iowa there. But um, it's only the winners go there because when even NBA is the same thing. Yeah. Winners go to the White House, but I think it's just the media who's blowing proportion, and then just like what we're doing now, we're talking about it. <laughs> uh, well that's what they do because when the girl did it in, in the face of a South Carolina player it was just fine because I watched that game she did it in the face of one of the girls so that's why the, you know I heard you read it but uh, that's why she did it because she realized this girl disrespect her, her people so she just and she can do what she wants. It's sports. As Javed said and somebody has said, it's sports. Everybody have fun. Everybody doing their thing. Let them enjoy themselves. You know, and if she want to do it back, let she do it back. That's what sports people do. Exactly. You taunt somebody, they're going to taunt you back. It's not like she hit her or, 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 you know, stick her middle finger up or whatever. You know, she just made a move. So it's we always play sports and it's just sports. You know, so... I've seen, but I want to say congrats to you, Khan, and I'm glad San Diego lost. Oh my gosh, Marlon, you're glad. Yeah, I'm glad because they beat my team. <laughs> so, but I believe my team would have given them a better run, a better play. You can a better play. You can would have won because you can got an amazing team. Okay. They have, they have an amazing team, and they're gonna go far if they keep the same team. So I just want to give them that. It's, it was it was a good game, but um, San Diego have nothing for them. They couldn't stop them at all. So big ups to them. Yeah, let me let me give them a round of applause again. <laughs> Go right ahead, James. Good morning, morning. Good morning. Yeah, like I, I don't get why people, you know, are blowing up the situation. But I guess. It, it's good for the sports. If if the game, if they didn't blow it up, like the world wouldn't be talking about it. <laughs> and and I think this is just going to be the perfect setup for next year because they're going to face off next year again. Um, at some point, these two girls. And um, what's her name? They call her the the female Steph Curry, the the the, the young lady, the white white girl. Caitlin. So mm-hmm. I, yeah, Caitlin. So I feel like, you know, it's a good look because the numbers. I know you just mentioned the, the WNBA, mm-hmm. but the numbers from from um, women's college basketball is outpacing the WNBA by 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 leaps and bounds. So 
if like these girls can can take this the, the same momentum into the WNBA, I feel like the WNBA because the same way oh America's women's soccer um, took off, you know I think you could look at this this um, matchup and and see like change in the, the way oh Steph Curry kind of changed the basketball game with the three point and this girl is like shooting three point from like halfway down the court and stuff like that. Yeah, these girls could change it. So we could we, we could see like um thirty, twenty thousand people, you know, in crypto crypto center watching a, a, a WNBA game like in the next five years. So it's it's a good look, you know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Thank you, James. Appreciate that. And now it is time for us to do some business. Let's talk about business and tech news. And Tasha, you are absolutely right. Tasha said in the chat, uh, I haven't seen this much attention given to women's basketball since never. And Dre put a comment in the chat. Dre, I saw the story and I'm, I said I'm going to leave it for tomorrow. Just remind me, please. Send me the link to um, my IG account. I would appreciate that so I don't forget to put it in tomorrow's story. Uh, North Carolina folks just passed a bill to ban participation trophy. In other words, you... you <laughs> and as, when I saw it and I when I saw the article... I thought about the Yukon, um, I'm sorry, the women's basketball game. And I was like, you see, this is like people on the sidelines crying a hissy fit. Oh my gosh, I lost. I didn't get a trophy. Why didn't I get a trophy for losing? This is what it comes across. So because they don't want people to feel bad for losing, they're going to strip away trophies, which makes no sense to me. Come on. Send me the link, please, Dre, so I don't forget. Anyway, business and tech news. Up first, car maker Tesla ordered to pay $3.2 million in U.S. racial bias lawsuit. The multi-million dollar award is significantly less than previously awarded in the case brought by a former employee. Story courtesy of AlJazeera.com. Well, well, well. The electric vehicle manufacturer Tesla has been ordered to pay $3.2 million in a lawsuit that alleged the company allowed for racial harassment to go unchecked at its flagship assembly plant in the United States. On Monday, a federal jury in San Francisco, California, awarded $175,000 for emotional distress and $3 million in punitive damages to Owen Diaz, a black employee who formerly worked at Tesla's factory in Fremont. Cut the check. Cut it. Cut it. Cut it. See, that's the only way they're going to learn. You got to hit them where it hurts in their pockets. Because after a time, they're going to get tired of paying and settling these kind of lawsuits. Diaz has alleged that Tesla failed to respond when he reported enduring consistent harassment in his role as a lift operator from 2015 to 2016. That harassment allegedly included racial slurs, insulting caricatures, and swastikas etched onto toilet walls. Monday's decision, however, is a significant decrease from what a jury initially awarded Diaz back in 2021. So in one of the largest penalties for employment discrimination 
in U.S. history. That jury ordered compensation of $7 million in damages for emotional distress and $130 million in punitive damages. I wish that was what he was actually getting. But it's we need we can the only way we're gonna make some impression is to continue to hit them where it hurts. You can't change who a person is. Let, let's understand that. They learned a particular type of behavior. They learned it from home. That's where they were institutionalized at home and that behavior was embedded in them and drilled into them. And don't think that it's a matter of sitting down with your child and saying, okay, you're not going to like those people. It doesn't have to happen that way. Children are very observant. They know how to pay attention to parents. They watch what you do. Listen to what you say. They're paying attention. All right. So parents need to do a better job. Stop teaching your children discrimination and racism and all of that good stuff. It ain't good. I'm being sarcastic. Stop it. Because it's going to end up costing companies and then people can't get increased salaries because they're busy at payout lawsuits because your child don't know how to behave because you did not teach them tolerance. Now I'm saying you don't have to um, like everybody, nobody's asked you. I'm, I'm not asking anybody to like me, quite frankly. Just respect me. And by respecting me, you're not going to seek to harm me and hurt me. You can stay over there and I can stay over here. It's as simple as that. I'll respect you for doing that for me and you respect me for, for not having to react. Simple. And react doesn't necessarily mean physical, okay? Put your money where your mouth is. That part. So hit them where it hurts. Stick it to them. Yeah, let them stop this foolishness. Next up, um, come on, Haiti. I need you to translate for me. Haiti.loopnews.com. We have a segment on uh, men. I think men will like to hear this. Stop crossing your legs, men. I'm just waiting for it to finish translating for me. It takes so long to translate. And I, every time I say I'm going to wait for the story to translate, I keep forgetting to go back to it. Let me see if I can um, refresh it here. But the story is about y'all crossing your legs and it may be doing some damage to you. Okay, what's going on? Haiti.loopnews.com. I wish I could read, cre read Creole. Okay, come on, Haiti. Come on, come on. Okay, let me do this. Let me try one more time because it, I will not be defeated. No, sir, not at all. Okay, bear with me, folks. I do apologize, but I thank you for your patience. Loopnews.com. Let's go again. Let's go to Haiti. And we need the health one because it's so important. Okay, English always translates. Thank you. Okay, here we go. We got it. See, never give up. Never. Don't play with me. Don't play with it. Don't play with it. <laughs> okay, so crossed legs can be a danger to male fertility. Sitting cross-legged is a very common practice. The National Library of Medicine, which has looked into the practice, reports that 62% of people studied by its researchers crossed their right leg. 
26% their left leg, and the other 12% had no preference. Easy to perform this practice, it seems, is not as trivial as one might think. Um, it even posed a danger to the testicles and fertility of men. And we're going to tell you about it in this text, okay? Many people like to cross their legs. Some do it to feel more elegant, more comfortable, or just by reflex. Others like this posture because it makes them feel good, allows them to stretch their muscles. Yes, we can cross our legs. There are even ways to do it in society according to certain rules of protocol. But holding this pose for too long can have adverse health impacts, including the male reproductive health, according to researchers. Indeed, staying with your legs crossed for too long is likely to cause a crushing of the blood vessels that are in this area. This phenomenon tends to raise blood pressure, which forces the heart to do more work. This position can also give rise to the formation of blood clots. That's according to a report from scientists. As for in men, this posture puts pressure on the testicles and increases their temperature. Therefore, staying like this for too long leads to a decrease in sperm production and affects the quality of sperm, which will obviously influence its fertility. Otherwise, this position would affect several other areas of the body, such as the back the spine, or even the hips. It would disrupt the alignment of the spine and can even lead to sleosis or even chronic pain in the neck and head. However, it is not totally inadvisable to cross your legs. Moreover, it is a position highly recommended by specialists when you want to stretch certain muscles, but it must be practiced in moderation. On very specific occasions, conscious stretching, yoga, among others. So men, uncross those legs. All right. Especially if you're planning to have more children. Oh, Lord. <laughs> you ever sit next to a man and his legs is just, his legs are just like open and it's like he's impeding in your space because yes. he want to spread his legs so far yes. now it's going to be even worse <laughs> yes I, I totally see the I, I'm, I'm visualizing right now yeah see exactly what you're talking about yeah um men wear loose clothing don't be wearing these tight pants. That's another thing, too. These The men who are wearing these tight pants, I don't know whose pants is tighter because I, you know, anyway. But the pants are super tight that they can't even pull them up. They can't even bend. They can't even walk properly or run. That's not healthy for you either, man. It's not healthy. Allow your testicles to breathe. Please. And men, just as it's important for women to wear cotton-lined underwear, cotton briefs are also, or cotton um, boxer briefs or cotton boxes are also better for you men. Okay? Protect your future. Yeah. So. Can't Donald, what's with the rolly eyes? <laughs> Donald. <laughs> 
and and men sleep in the nude go right ahead <laughs> yeah maybe, maybe they should they should encourage men in jamaica to cross their legs more you know male, natural male contraceptive Oh yeah, maybe that's what we need to do. All these young men need to cross their legs. That's that's what's going on. That's what we need. <laughs> wow. I'm glad you And you know, stuff get in the way when you sleep in the nude. You know, flops around. We need to stay in one place so we'll be all right. You know, we sleep overnight. <laughs> I am so done. But uh, <laughs> so for those of you who are planning to get married and want to have a family, have, you know, leave your little ones, have some little ones and have carry on your last name. Um, don't sit with your legs wide open, right? You can sit with them slightly open and put your head to, or you know what? Let me stop. Let me stop because I'm going to say something. I have no business. Well, uh, well, I mean, if, if I may, let me give the opposing viewpoint then. So if you're in your 40s and you're a man and you don't want to have oops children and be 60 years old going to your kids' eighth grade graduation, cross your legs. <laughs> Nick Cannon. Cross your legs. Wow. <laughs> but honestly, I, I do men really cross their legs though? Some men do. Some men okay. do. It depends on what it depends on what I'm wearing. So if I have on slacks, I have on casual shoes. You know, it depends on what you're wearing. If you're wearing jeans, no, no. But it depends on what you're wearing. Go ahead, James. Yeah. Thank you, MC. Go ahead, James. Yeah, no, I was going to say, it seemed like the Republicans, you know, figured this out a long time ago, so maybe that's why the whole abortion wow. issue is, a, is an issue for them. James. <laughs> oh, Lord have wow. mercy. James, you need to go back in the corner. <laughs> in the corner. All right, next story. Building a better brain through music, dance, and poetry. Courtesy of NPR.org, and this one is an audio clip. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Director of Sustainability Mandy McKay knows that when it comes to helping an industry implement more sustainable practices, it takes a village. Tap the play button to hear how Sierra Nevada helped build a community brewery recycling co-op in western North Carolina. Next up, how art can build a better brain. Activities such as music, dance, writing, drawing, they all seem to help people master lots of other skills. As part of our occasional series on brain plasticity, NPR's John Hamilton reports on why art makes the brain's wiring stronger and more flexible. The second year of medical school is all about science. But for Michael Kofiasan, a student at the Medical College of Wisconsin, it's also about poetry and music. I really enjoy some of the um, the African artists, like Fela Kuti, who is like one of the, the pioneers of Afrobeats music. And more recently, I don't know if you heard Burner Boy. Hassan spent his early years in Ghana playing the trumpet and writing songs when he wasn't studying math and science. Parents kind of ingrained that idea 
uh, you be a doctor, you be a doctor very early on. And so I just was so interested in the arts, I had to combine the two. In college, that meant writing poems about chemistry. Some of the difficult concepts I wouldn't understand, I would try to write <laughs> something about that. So I wrote about acid-base reactions. Oh my God, just so nerdy. I don't remember how it went, so don't ask me. <laughs> All that music and poetry probably makes us on a better medical student. Susan Mag Salmon directs the International Arts and Mind Lab at Johns Hopkins University and is a co-author of the New York Times bestseller, Your Brain on Art. We're really wired for art, and art is really about learning. Learning a tune or a new dance step or how to play a character on stage. Mag Salmon says in the brain, those aren't isolated skills. The arts provide children with the kind of brain development that's really important for building really strong neural pathways. Including pathways involved in focus, memory, and creativity. Max Hammond says educators have known for a long time that kids who study music, for example, tend to do better in school. Now, she says, scientists are beginning to discover why. Children that are playing music, their brain structure actually changes and their cerebral cortex actually gets larger. And in turn, they have greater synaptic plasticity. That's the process that allows the brain to adapt in response to new experiences. Max Hammond says art also helps the brain stay calm. Even just 15 minutes of dance reduces stress and anxiety. And it's really some of these feel-good hormones like endorphins and serotonin and dopamine. So thinking about the neurotransmitters that are released with dance is also important. And dance appears to strengthen brain circuits involved in movement and spatial orientation. Ivy Ross is the other author of Your Brain on Art. She's also vice president of hardware design at Google. I was a dancer for like 12 years, and I really think it gave me a sense of form and negative space, which helped me even in my design career. Ross says writing the book helped her connect brain science to her understanding of art and creativity. Creativity is making new connections, new synapses. And if you're not constantly putting yourself in those situations you're not as resilient and you don't have as many new ideas. But the arts have fallen out of favor in both education and the workplace. Ross says that's unfortunate. In modern days, we optimize for productivity and push the arts aside and, you know, thought we'd be happy. And the truth is, we're not. So people like medical student Michael Kofi Hassan are trying to find a balance. Hassan spends his days on science. But late at night, he still writes poems, like this one about the brain and art. Deception is art, and art the brain has mastered. Although art is a lie, it is the brain's truth. Although art is deception, it is the brain's reality. The brain is a lie, a lie so beautiful, it is art. Hassan hopes that one day he will write poems about the patients he treats. For now, though, he's still mostly an observer. At the end of the day, they come for the doctor and have for me. So I think once I'm actually in that position, I think I want to bring the patient into the poems. And perhaps bring some poems to his patients. John Hamilton, NPR News. Have you ever watched someone with dementia or Alzheimer's around music? Yeah, their face lights up. And I remember when I read through the article, read the transcript, I thought about ourselves. Let's think about ourselves for a second and how 
influential and beneficial music actually is the power of music and dance and poetry but let's let's hone in on music um you could have heard a song 30 years ago and once you hear it you can remember where you heard it first it brings I don't know if it jogs the memory or what it does or it triggers something in the brain that makes us remember an experience. And then the first time we hear it after having heard it for so long, we may not remember all the words, but we remember the chorus. And then the more we start listening to it is the more the words come back to us. Has it ever happened to any of you or is it just me? Moments. I so love this article. And also that's why I'm so in tune with Dr. Rael's room, Love Song, Love Lessons, because I was going to leave this app because of all the frackinackle, but I somehow ended up in his space. And that was the idea behind his room. You come in and you request a song and then he asked you, why does this song resonate with you? What are the feelings and the circumstances around this song? And then he asked you to sing four bars of it, even if you can't sing, just to, just to lively up the ideas. And whether it was something good or bad, you're still able to express yourself and I feel sometimes with art in general, if you're not able to verbalize it, you can find a song, a painting, a poem, a picture that can help you express yourself if you're not able to. I so love this article. And yes. Yes. I put the link in the back channel for you, Javet, and I also put it on the um the in the chat for anyone who wants to grab this article you know so often we're quick to run to medication when music which is from nature you think about the drums the cymbals and we're able to put it together it is so powerful you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing that um, I agree with you with how music can heal us. As a child, I was rather sickly, and they ultimately figured out that I had a cyst next to my brain. But what my father discovered was that when I was going through bouts of pain and excruciating headaches, that music would soothe me. And he figured that out at a young age. Well, me being young. And so... The music would really calm me. The pain, uh, the pain would subside. I would, I would have a sense of peace. And um, so, there is something that music does do to the brain. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. I know what it does for me. I can listen. You can take the TV. I can listen to music all day, all genres. That's something we, you know need to do as well embrace other genres love it it can make me calm it can make me happy it takes me back to a place 
good memories, but also bad memories too, let's be honest. Sometimes you will hear a song and the lyrics force you to think about something you're dealing with. And sometimes you find your answer right there in the song. It inspires us. It encourages us, makes us feel strong, makes us feel undefeated. Why do you think that there are certain songs teams listen to before they hit the court or they hit the fields? Does something to them. Puts them in a frame of mind that makes them feel invincible as they get out there to face their opponents. That winner mentality. And when they take that halftime break and retreat to the locker room, they get revitalized, re-energized, and they reappear, they re-emerge new because of music. I remember one of my dad's sisters who had to be in a nursing home. Um, she had Alzheimer's really bad. And I remember at the nursing home when they would put on music for all the residents, and this was back in Jamaica, their faces would just light up and they would dance. Listen to more music, folks. Less anger, more music. Less medicine, more music. It helps. It definitely helps. All right. Good morning to everyone just joining us. If you're just tuning in on QMZRadio.com and JohnOradio.com, thank you for logging on. And to everyone just joining us here on uh, Clubhouse, Prezi, Chief, thank you so much. All right. Um, we're going to take, oh, no, 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 can't take a break yet. We have one more story from our lifestyle segment, Five Countries That Are Safer for Women. And this article is courtesy of BBC.com. So where are you? Let's pull you up and go. All right, here we go. Uh, despite the growing trend in solo travel, women still encounter challenges when they travel abroad alone. But some places are topping the rankings when it comes to safety and equality. Uh, after a long pandemic pause on travel, people aren't waiting around for a partner to get packing. The interest in solo travel continues to rise worldwide, especially among women. Research by Norwegian Cruise Line has found that one in three travelers prefer to travel solo. And older women in particular are driving that trend. According to internal research by travel network Virtuoso, the greatest increase in solo travel in 2022 came from women aged 65 and older. While they accounted for only 4% of solo travelers in 2019, they made up 18% of solo travelers in 2022. So let's get into the countries. Slovenia, ranked at the top of the WPS index for Central and Eastern Europe, Slovenia has made big strides in the perception of women's safety in recent years, with 85% of women feeling safe there, according to the index. Wow, that's interesting. All right. Rwanda. Didn't we talk? When did we talk about Rwanda? Wasn't it this week we were talking about Rwanda? Yay. <laughs> well, Rwanda is on the list with 55 of its parliament made up of women representatives. Didn't even know that. Learn something new today. 
Rwanda ranks number one in the world for its gender equality in Parliament. I gotta give it to them. Gotta give it to them. Or it also ranks highly in the index's perception of the community's safety and is ranked sixth in the world in global gender gap index, which measures how equitable a country is in terms of economics, education, healthcare, and political participation. Next up, the UAE, United Arab Emirates. With the highest scores in the WPS within the Middle East and North Africa for women's schooling and financial inclusion, the UAE continues to be a leader in gender equality in the region and recently reached gender parity in its parliament. It also ranks the highest of all countries in the index in the category of community safety with 98.5 percent of women aged 15 years and older reporting that they feel safe walking alone at night in the city or in any area where they live dubai in particular has been ranked as the safest city for solo female travelers japan ranked one of the top 10 safest countries in the world by the Global Peace Index for its extremely low rates of violent crime and low number of external or internal conflicts, Japan has a culture of women-only subway cars during certain times and routes and women-only accommodations that can make it safe, extra safe, for women traveling alone. There is also Norway, ranked number one in the WPS for its top scores in women's financial inclusion, absence of legal discrimination, and women's community safety, and consistently ranking in the top 10 of the most gender equitable and happiest countries in the world, Norway has proved to be an inclusive place for travelers of all types, including LGBTQ plus and solo visitors well there you go folks the top five and no the u.s is not there no canada is not there no uk is not there all right number five <laughs> go ahead go right ahead <laughs> yeah uh, i'm surprising i'm not surprised about norway but the other four like i'm, I'm really surprised because it, it it seemed like most of those countries are some of the countries that america is telling us not to travel to also <laughs> <laughs> so, so I'm very surprised. Yeah, that's crazy. And one thing with, well, as someone that work in the hospitality industry, mm-hmm. one thing um, for solo female travel, <laughs> the, you know, like a lot of female who travel solo, a lot of times, you know, you know, like the Stella got her groove back thing in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, I see where you're going. All right, gotcha. Yeah. No, because get off that bus, James. Get off the no, bus. No, no, seriously. Get off okay. that bus, James. No, no, but I'm see like when 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 I used to be in Bermuda and we were at the resort and we see like women, single women like would come in. Like it's like people just looking at them and say, Okay, we give her two days <laughs> to, to see to see what's going on. Y'all gonna stop it. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Yeah, we're going to stop that. So again, just to give you the list, Slovenia, Rwanda, United Arab Emirates, Japan, and Norway. Safest countries for women. Yes. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Rwanda, 
Rwanda. I, I feel like I feel like I feel like movies about women being kidnapped in Rwanda or something like that. I feel like TV 20. shows and. I'm sorry. Um, that oh, no, was a go while ahead. ago. That was a while ago, maybe 30, 20 to 30 years ago. So since since those battles, they have um, redone their constitution. They have a different government. Uh, a lot has changed in Rwanda. I know you're talking about Hotel Rwanda um, with um, Chido. Okay. Um, okay. All right. Yeah, that, they went through a, a civil war, an absolutely disgusting civil war, genocidal and everything. But it's been many decades since that. I think two or three. So they have right. done a lot of changing. Um, the United Nations recognized them for um, doing a lot of work there. So it's changed a lot. Um, I'm I'm down with maybe three of those five countries. Um, and I actually saw another report. If I find it moments, I will share it. That was made by a black woman. And it was about solo travel as a black woman. Because I'm not saying other women are not important, but we are more important in this conversation. Right. So... Um, that, and it's done, there's also one that was centric around male, black men travelers. So, because I follow a lot of travel bloggers or um, Instagram people for some reason. But I, if I, when I try to remember, when I find it, I will share with you as please. well. So it could be like a side five minute conversation at another yes. time. Yes, please, but, yeah. please do, please yeah. do. Yeah, I love it. I, I, you know, this week we have been talking about Rwanda and um, Geely put it in the chat. It is one of the safest countries in Africa. Go right ahead. I know someone has their mic open. Go right ahead. Donald. Yeah, um, the genocide was in 1984. I recently visited Rwanda. And outside of being the, the most securitized country I've ever visited, like there's security everywhere, every mall, everything. And um, even in the night, it's like really secure. It is cleaner than Singapore. It's the cleanest country I've visited. Like really clean, not a plastic bag, not a paper bag, no litter, nothing. You know, and it's amazing stuff. Um, Paul Kagame did an amazing job in turning around when after the genocide. Uh, and consider it was ethnic like Rwandans against Rwandese. Rwandans, it's like a tremendous, I think it should be a case study, how you could take two people that was killing each other or like one set of people that killed another set of people who were like neighbors and stuff and transform them into a society where you get rid of all the differences in ethnic, uh, ethnic grouping and stuff like that and say okay we are all Rwandese and transform it in such a way that they're all working together. The empowerment of women there is incredibly Incredible tech and all the other stuff. For instance, you could start a business day in minutes, like on your cell phone, the way they're, they're organized. So it's a model that we, especially in the Caribbean, could look at. Mm -hmm. And don't mind all the stuff that they tell us, oh, he's a dictator and all the stuff like that. On the ground, he's loved, like literally loved by everyone. So I think it's time that we start to do these studies on our own. We start to I like these cases so that it's not one narrative in the media. Yes. You know, we have our own media now, our social medias and all stuff. We have to start to highlight these things. But they have made tremendous progress to the point where they cannot no longer be ignored on the international scenes, on, in, in, in some of the reportings when it comes to the statistics, speaks for itself. Thank you so much, Donald. And I thank you for making that statement. Case study, 
many countries could take a page out of Rwanda's book of being able to turn the ship around, change the trajectory, change the narrative, change the story. Um, <laughs> especially Western civilization, right? But we're supposed to be all for protecting. Yeah, right. I, you know, thank. I, I am truly grateful for social media. Let me say that. For the eye opening, and, and I've said this so many times, every time we come across an article or we read a, a news item or something in the lifestyle segment that makes us aware of other countries, you know, I'm even more grateful for the advent of social media and technology. It is making the, bringing the world within the palm of our hands. And so many people can't be lying, folks. So many people can't be lying. You see a myriad of videos on Instagram, on Google, on um, YouTube, and on TikTok. Various people traveling and showing you. So it's time for us to take the blinders off. Get your passports renewed if you need to. Get whatever visas you need to get and get to traveling. <coughs> I'm going to take another quick break. When we return, we have stories out of North America. As I'm listening to this song, I invite you all to check out a YouTube channel on YouTube, um, Teflon Travels. He's been going to different spots in Europe and uh, I'm putting on weight watching the videos, but definitely check him out on YouTube, Teflon Travels. Subscribe, like, share, comment, all right? So there you go. Front yard is a blue Range Rover In an all-white, let me name it Jehovah R.I.P. to me fallen soldier It's too much information, baby, just It is Turned Up Tuesday We're playing yesterday's favorites and today's hits Ex don't play with your heart in a drop top Then see why I'm with your pass In my watch with business, we are pretty first class now Thank you to everyone logged on and listening on the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. Coming up tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, it is The Rose Solo Show with live interviews going down tonight on JanoRadio.com, QMZRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, and WKRIS 
coffeeradio.com. Turned up Tuesday. Have some fun today, folks, wherever you are. If you're at your desk, put your AirPods or headphones on if they allow you. And turn that music up. This one is Away from Davido, his new album, Timeless. Whatever you do, upset you, they make me You know, I'm I'm in the chat on Clubhouse and we're talking about Davido's album Timeless. And I'm not being pro- paid to promote his album, okay? I'm not. But I absolutely love it. And there is something different with this album. I'm hearing a different Davido. Um, the album includes uh, dance hall beats, I'm a piano beats, the uh, Afro beats. But there's something about his voice, the way it's coming through. Um, we, we are all aware, I'm sure by now, that he lost his son. His son drowned last year in, um, back in Nigeria. And I don't know if that is the reason why we're hearing something different coming through on these songs. I'm just getting a different vibe. I don't know. I can't explain it. I can't. I walked in the room, I started, and I don't smoke banga. Did you check on me? Did you check on me? Yes, Auntie. Yes. Healing. That's it. That's it. Thank you. 
Cause I put a smile on my face If I said you can never face Ooh. And if you don't know me well at all You won't see how buried I am inside my grave Inside my grave Cause you see people, 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 people don't really know you They don't really know you Cause you see people, people, people They don't really know you Gonna squeeze in one more. Staying on the continent for a little bit. Twenty-five after the top of the hour. We're gonna go ahead and get back to business. Just had to get that heart pumping a little bit. <laughs> All right, that one is from No Maka. Pop the style, and that's the radio edited version. Okay, found it. <laughs> okay, so I gotta give you this believe it or not story. Thank you once again to everyone logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com, and everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. And of course, 
of course, forever grateful to everyone here with me on Clubhouse where the conversation happens. Believe it or not, news, two charged after cutting wires that caused 40,000 people to lose internet service. Story courtesy of BallAlert.com. Authorities in Connecticut confirmed the arrest of two people. They say cut 2,000 plus fiber optic cables, leaving more than 40,000 homes and businesses without Internet service in the southwestern part of the state. Jillian Parsons and Austin Gettings, both from Asheville, North Carolina, were arrested on Saturday thanks to a surveillance operation. They face charges of larceny and criminal mischief crimes, as well as interfering with police. Persons is also accused of giving a false statement to police, according to ABC News. Both were detained on $200,000 bail. Police were called to a report of damaged optimum cables on March 24 in Norwalk and quickly identified the suspects and their vehicle. However, they did not disclose... Okay, let's come back up. Okay, they did not disclose how they made the identifications. Officers arrested Persons while... um, Staking out a business in Bridgeport and Gettings was apprehended shortly after police said on Sunday. Both are scheduled to appear in court on April 11. The internet outages have since been restored. That is just malicious. So malicious. All right, next up. So it's time for stories from the international, well, from North America. Sorry. Man charged after being found on North Carolina A&T's campus with hundreds of rounds of ammo, several guns, a chicken foot, holy water, and other weapons. Let me pin the link at the top of the page. I don't know um, what it, I, I don't know. I don't know if having the um, chicken foot and the holy water is to a way to give credit to the fact that there may be some mental instability. I don't know. Because right now you can't put anything past anybody as everybody tries to pin everything on mental health issues. But again, a huge concern I have for the ease of access to high-powered weapons. But America doesn't think we have a problem. The NRA doesn't think we have a problem. Senate doesn't, and the Congress, nobody thinks we have a problem, but, you know, Okay. A man has been arrested and charged after police say he entered North Carolina A&T's campus with several guns and hundreds of rounds of ammunition. And for those who don't know, North Carolina A&T is an HBCU. Court docs show that Brandon James Bentley was arrested and charged on Sunday, March 26, on several counts, including felony having a gun on educational property, felony having an explosive device on educational property, reckless driving, possessing a weapon on the educational property, not a gun, driving with a revoked license and carrying a concealed gun. The 27-year-old was detained after police responded to A&T to assist campus police with a heavily armed person. They say the man, who has no affiliation with A&T, was chasing unarmed security guards on the campus. Authorities say the man was found on the HBCU's campus with a revolver, loaded handgun, a rifle, two shotguns, and several hundred rounds of ammunition, according to Fox 8 News. Bentley was also caught with a makeshift firework explosive, a hatchet, a stun gun, brass knuckles, a machete, a dozen knives, claws, a baton, a sword, 
a blow dart weapon and a crossbow. In addition to those weapons, police confiscated two choking devices, a window breaker, a chicken foot, I'm sorry, I'm laughing at a chicken foot, pepper spray and holy water. He appeared in court on March 27. Fox 8 News reports his bond was increased to $100,000 and a condition of his release was that he could not go on any educational property whatsoever. Why was he granted bond? Sorry. I was going to ask that. Why? That's all I want to know. So he can go and attack another school. What the hell was he going to do? Did you listen to the long list of weapons he had? And then what was the what was the purpose of having the chicken foot and the holy water? For what? What's the chicken foot for? That's all I I, I think it's for probably when it's probably like a ri ritual when he when he finishes doing all that crap. And then the holy water for the for the ritual too. To say God yeah. sent him to do all of that? Probably. Yep. But they say TikTok is the problem, right? Yeah. Yeah. TikTok is the problem. And this can you imagine? Can you just imagine what he could have done? Let's think about that for a second. That that could have that could have wiped out the whole campus with the amount of stuff that he had. Teflon, who was he going to war with? I don't even think soldiers carry this much stuff on them when they're going to war. He had everything. They definitely don't carry a chicken foot. I'm sorry. <laughs> They don't carry a chicken foot, Rosolo. Mm -mm, maybe a rabbit. You know, that's good luck. I don't. I've never well, rabbit. Of... Rabbit foot. Rabbit foot. Yeah. <laughs> chicken foot. Oh my gosh. I feel he doesn't have any mental health issues, in my opinion. I must say that. But I think he added in the chicken foot and the holy water because he knows when people hear that they're going to say oh yeah he crazy he, uh, he, he ain't alright I think th that's my opinion sorry and I think his bail is extremely low Javette does he even deserve bail for, for let, let's he, think about that he doesn't, but usually what the court does in order to keep you in jail is give you a high bail. Exactly. Why did he not get that? The chicken foot This man has thoughts of <laughs> things. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, Teflon. No, Dre, no, me. Dre he, he, he said the chicken foot worked. Mm-mm. <laughs> now you know what the chicken foot was for. <laughs> <laughs> and the holy water. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, I can't do this no more. I am done. Y'all make a joke out of everything. Can y'all take something seriously for justice? Nah, I see. I think I'm joking. We nah. have to. We have to. If we don't laugh about this, we'd be stressed out with anxiety. Walking around with a chicken foot. Yeah. <laughs> and. And holy water, like, <laughs> I 
I'm trying to see the combination here, but hey, it worked. He, I mean, he tried to set up an insanity play right off the bat. Exactly. That's exactly what he did, um, Dre. Listen, you're talking to people who eat chicken foot, whether we curry it, brown stew it, or put it in our soap. Well, what's chicken foot in cash pot? You need to go buy it later. <laughs> gosh so um folks i'm gonna ask you all make sure you have on a chicken foot and holy water in on a vehicle in on a bags because i that i gonna do it for now put it as a matter of fact get a little bottle you know those little vials and put the holy water in there and uh, the chicken foot and tie it up and put it on your arm rear view okay, mirror that's too much now that's too much <laughs> that's too much now oh my god i remember the first time i was eating the best soup my mother made and pulled out the foot and the nails were so long oh my god Ugh, no never not mm -mm. Mm. no man we cut off the, no, nails. We cut the nails we cut oh, that no. off my mama did not cut the nail off no, i'm sorry the soup was good though it was good until i saw that mm -mm. Oh, what was the flavor the flavors in the nails <laughs> ew you know what james james time out back in the corner james back in the corner somebody need to supervise james i don't know why y'all keep letting him out yes but i agree with you javet a hundred thousand dollars really and he's allowed to leave on a hundred thousand dollar bail his bail should be at minimum a million dollars wait i'm sorry i'm laughing at chief's response i so apologize chief you 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 joined james in the corner Keep the nail to pick your teeth. <laughs> that is so gross. <laughs> these, are the, these are the people we hang out with daily. And I love you all. <laughs> but that is so gross, Chief. I'm so disappointed. so disappointed in you. I got to find me some new friends. <laughs> I'm quite fine with the crew I have. I'm quite fine with all of you. I think we mesh well. Crazy understands crazy. Yes. And I'm good with it. At least I was crazy not going out shooting up people. And walking around with that chicken foot down holy water. We just talk yeah. crap. <laughs> that's what we do. And that's why I find it hard to believe that when they label everybody as having mental health issues that carry out these acts or attempt to carry out these acts. I am extremely grateful and thankful that he was intercepted. Truly grateful. The ancestors were working on that campus. Let me say that. Big up to all the HBCUs. Keep them ancestors alive. I think it was also because of his persuasion. <laughs> we know that. Well, no. mm. <laughs> Go ahead, Sadat. The HBCUs are not stuck to only black students. There's a no, I, okay. I know that. Yeah, I know that. But I'll just leave it at but. I think she's referring to the reason the bail was so low. Okay, I'm sorry. I jumped in and made my business. <laughs> I think that's it, Sonette. The reason why the bail was so low. Yeah. What's his bail? What's his $100,000. The man came armed with so many weapons. He got $100,000. $100,000. Yeah. In what city again? <laughs> Wait, North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. Yep. 
North Carolina AT&T's campus. <clears throat> yep, excuse me. Uh-huh. Well, from one story to another, um, the Nashville school shooter planned the attack for months. Police say, according to NPR, the Metro Nashville Police Department released new findings on Monday about Audrey Hill, the assailant who fatally shot six people at an elementary school in Nashville, Tennessee, last week. In a press release, MNPD said the investigation so far suggests that Hale had planned the shooting for months. It is known that Hale considered the actions of other mass murderers. MNPD said the new details about the shooter came after reviewing several pieces of writings that were found in the bedroom, as well as the assailant's car parked near the Covenant. The department added that the motive has not been determined and remains under investigation. Ballistic reports also, sh also shows that Hale fired a total of 152 rounds while in the building well thankfully the number was a more the three children and the three adults yes none should have been lost but thankfully it was not more 152 rounds oh yeah yeah yep had maps and everything for months donald not a month months Los Angeles County initiates decarceration effort to swap jail time for a slap on the wrist. A story courtesy of Baller Alert. Uh, are the jails in California private or, or state-owned? Well, a proposal to decarcerate jails by issuing citations and releasing anyone with a bond of $50,000 or less is being considered by the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors. Fox News has learned that the Los Angeles County is to take actionable next steps to depopulate and decarcerate the Los Angeles County jails. And this agenda item has been added to Tuesday's board meeting. So we're going to be hearing more about this. We're going to stay tuned for this. Ah, the proposal would declare the state of mental health services and overcrowding in the Los Angeles County jails as a humanitarian crisis, requiring the county to move with all deliberate speed on meaningful solutions and prioritize decreasing the number of individuals entering the Los Angeles County jails. If passed, the local sheriff would be instructed to review its bail thresholds and to cite and release individuals with aggregate bail amounts set at $50,000 or below. The Los Angeles Superior Court would be directed to implement the emergency bail schedule that was in place at the height of the COVID pandemic to prioritize increased opportunities for pretrial release. The agenda item was denounced as dangerous by the Los Angeles Association of Deputy District Attorneys Vice President Eric Siddall. The Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors motion to gut parts of the criminal justice system without input from stakeholders, and who are these stakeholders, is dangerous and reckless. The authors sought no advice from those who know and understand public safety issues. They seek to lower the jail population without addressing the root causes of crime or protecting the public. The proposal would include citations and releases for firearms, possession arrests, domestic violence cases, 
possession of child pornography, residential burglaries, robberies, and firearm assaults. On Thursday, Los Angeles activists demonstrated in front of the Los Angeles County Board of Supervisors to demand the closing of the men's central prison. The protests came after it was reported that three inmates in Los Angeles had passed away in a week, including one in the men's central jail. Activists demand that the men's central jail be closed by March 2025. In addition, Siddall stated that the agenda does not address how to protect the community from violent criminals. Uh, Excuse me, my apologies. How about... Just review... The types of the less, um, what you call them, the lesser offenses. Uh, do we have people there for minor drug charges for a bag of weed? An ounce of weed. Do we have people locked up right now for weed? Let them out. Let them out. Sorry. May free up some space because I, I personally wouldn't want to know that they're letting out. Uh, what's the list again? Let me go back to the list. Uh, child pornography. Keep them in there um residential burglaries now excuse me firearm assaults keep them in there domestic violence cases if they are valid and you know i'm saying if right because sometimes men end up in jail and they, they did not do anything so i'm gonna be fair on that um firearms possession arrest if the firearms are illegal i understand that but probably look at lesser offense, lesser offenses. Look at those cases. What are they? And see if we can free up those people. I'm all for releasing the people in there from weed charges. That not make no sense if you have anybody there for that. Um, some assault charges can probably get let be let go if they were the, if they're there in self defense. I don't know. I guess they have to prove that. But because I could be defending myself, and you know end up hurting the person i end up in jail for defending myself so look at those cases too i don't know anybody has any other suggestions to free up some space so we can keep the child pornography folks in there we don't want any pedophiles coming out i think everything should be reviewed I, like the child pornography remember who's a child and and, and what's going on sometimes a 17 year old could have sent something to an 18 year old and it's considered a child so true I, I think all of them should review it honestly we've that, heard stories like that yeah valid points and i didn't think about that yeah that's a very valid point question but i mean yeah go ahead senator and then donald oh yeah i've decided I've, i'm finished i'm sorry go oh, on, okay all right um, um, when you look at places like Denmark and those countries, right, some of the Scandinavian countries, their prison system is so effective. Why haven't we taken a look at those systems and tried to implement it here to have at least more reforms and so on? Because they seem to be doing a pretty good job at it. And their crime rates is not as high and so on. Is there something that we can learn from it? in a comprehensive review of the whole prison system because the prison system seems to like even when you look at you know some of the the people that go to prison and some of the stuff that happens and some of the, the laws that are there sometimes we could do like some a rehaul that can be beneficial to society 
as a whole. It's not just about letting go people, but it's about trying to do some kind of reform that will be beneficial to society as a whole. But Donald, I think the number one thing we have to remember, as um, highlighted in the chat, is that the prison system in the U.S. is a for-profit system. There's somebody getting rich off of it, and that's what they care about. Remember, the only language we understand in the U.S. is money. That's what we speak. We don't speak English. We don't speak another language. We only speak money. And money is the prime motivator behind certain policies and, and things take, going into effect. So they're not going to give up their money. They're not going to restructure it. They're, they well know what to do. They, they know, but they're not going to do it because you, now you're taking money out of their pockets. That, that's what it is. Yeah, I thought it was privatized prisons for real. And yeah. you have judges sign up with this prison to oh. send people there to get a commission. There you go. It's crazy. Yeah. It's not about rehabilitating. It's not about um, truly helping the person that is incarcerated it's all about money i need my money and that's all i care about on to the country of florida and our president florida senate green lights go ahead go ahead tef go ahead no just want to ask donald like what are they doing to different that make the prisons better that's i'm a bit curious if you don't mind um no i saw some like documentaries and stuff the the programs the programs in there is um, very better. It is lent on rehabilitation. And then they, there is a lot of rewards. So, for instance, there are people that not locked down 24-7. Um, there were people, for instance, that get time out to go home on a weekend and come back. And they literally leave the prison, go home and come back and behave well. And even for violent offenders, you understand? So... Um, it's a whole new system. They, they learn they learn skills. So, so a lot of them, when they come from prison, they may go in with no skill set and they come out qualified in certain areas and are able to find jobs and so when they come back. The, the, the repeat offenders is very low, so people seldom go back in. So I'm not saying there has to be something that they're doing right. And even if you look at the facility itself and how it's prepared for them, it's really nice. I mean... I'm not saying we have to go to the extreme, but they have some programs that was amazing when you look at look at the, the documentary. Yeah, yeah. I, I have seen a couple um, specials on TV, um, <clears throat> excuse me, and they're showing you the, the, the prison system and how it works. It, it works in, in these countries, you know. Also, Sonata is saying there are some prisons in the U.S. that are adopting some of those um, types of policies. Okay, okay, good. Yeah, let me. I found an article in New York Times the other day. It it had popped up, so I'm gonna, I'm looking for it right now. If I find it, I'll put it in the chat. Okay, perfect, perfect, perfect. Thank you so much. All right, Florida Senate greenlight six week abortion plan. Despite outrage from women's rights groups, the Florida Senate approved a bill banning abortions after six weeks. Republican Governor Rhonda Santimonious has long backed stricter abortion statutes. And if the bill makes it to his desk, he is expected to sign it into law. Most Republican-run states have begun implementing harsher restrictions for abortions, which has set off protests and lawsuits by experts and activists. The current Florida abortion law prohibits the procedure 
after 15 weeks. Florida's new proposal will only allow exceptions for the following. Victims of rape or incest or if the mother's life is at risk. Still, no exception will automatically be made if the mother is past 15 weeks. If an abortion is required for medical reasons beyond the 15-week mark, written documentation from a doctor or a police report must be provided. Following the Senate's approval of the bill, Democratic Senator Lauren Book pleaded with expectant mothers not to seek out illegal abortion, abortions. She urged women to contact her office to be connected with qualified doctors. She's asking that, you know, we please do not take matters into our own hands. Do not put your safety at risk. Do not do back alley abortions. There are people and funds that will help you. Uh, Book announced that on the Senate floor before reading off her office telephone number. Way to go, Lauren Book. In the six-week ban, if the six-week ban is signed into law, Florida will join several southern states with some of the harshest abortion laws, such as Georgia, Texas, Mississippi, Tennessee, and others. The House's final decision on the bill will likely coincide with DeSantis announcing his presidential run establishing where his principles lie early as he works to win over Republicans nationwide. <sighs> Need a documentation from a doctor or a police report must be provided. Welcome to <laughs> Florida. <laughs> So all of you who wants to know and watch the court appearance, it ain't going to happen. The judge is not allowing cameras to broadcast Trump's full court appearance. And I don't think that's fair. He likes the pomp and circumstance. He likes to be, you know, at the forefront. I don't see why we're not highlighting it for him. It's not for us. It's more for him. For his mental well-being. News outlets will not be allowed to broadcast former President Donald Trump's arraignment today in the Manhattan State Court. New York Supreme Court Judge Juan Merchant requested, rejected a request by several media organizations, including CNN, for permission to broadcast the historic proceedings. Five still photographers will be allowed to take pictures of Trump and the courtroom before the hearing begins. However, Trump's arraignment, like most arraignments in the Manhattan courthouse, is a public proceeding. But news cameras are not usually allowed to broadcast from inside the courtroom. In rejecting the request to broadcast the arraignment, Merchant nonetheless wrote about the historical significance of the proceeding in stark terms. That this indictment involves a matter of monumental significance cannot possibly be disputed. Never in the history of the United States has a sitting or past president been indicted on criminal charges. Mr. Trump's arraignment has, been, has generated unparalleled public interest and media attention. The populace rightly hungers for the most accurate and current information available. To suggest otherwise would be disingenuous. Merchant said that while the media's request was understandable, the news organization's interests in providing the broadcast possible access to the proceedings must be weighed against competing interests. 
<laughs> chief, chief says that Trump got that chicken foot in his pocket. Listen, who is footing the bill for all the security from Florida all the way to New York? Who is footing the bill? My citizens of New York, are you the ones who have to foot his security bill? All these barricades and extra police and yada, yada, yada. Who footing the bill? You? I think New Yorkers need to demand that the bill be stuck to Trump and the Trump organization. I'm just saying. I don't think it's fair for New Yorkers to pay that bill. Or take it from all the money that he's been raising. You know, even though he's a billionaire, he's raised millions of dollars to fight this case. I say, take that money from him and use it to pay the bill. Wouldn't that be considered a perversion of justice if you do that for him and you don't do it for somebody else? If but, other um, defendants require security for whatever charge that they have, isn't it provided free by the state? But look at the scale, Donald. But you can't judge it based on the scale. It just happened to be more high profile. So you would, it would be discriminating against him as opposed to another defendant. I get you. Do I like the answer? No. But I feel you. Makes too much sense. We got to be fair, right? Yeah, you have to, you have to call it as it is. Whether you like him or not, if that is what is due to him, or you're not doing it for him, you're doing it for the safety of the city. Hmm. Because if there is a riot or if there is something and the city has to shut down for a week or two or three days, you know how much millions of dollars the city lose by shutting down for one day, much less. So I have to um, learn, you know, what Dre is saying, let go of the emotions. I'm learning, Dre. Slow, but I'm learning. That's good. <laughs> learning. I don't like it, but I'm learning. Gotta say a big thank you to everyone that logged on to the Quality Music Zone, QMZRadio.com. Remember, for quality music while you work or play, keep it logged on to www.QMZRadio.com for that good music to get you through your day. Thank you to everyone listening on JanoRadio.com. Download the Jano Radio app, J A H. KNO, it is available in your Apple and Google Play stores. Jano Radio, take us on the go. I'm almost there, I'm on my way, headed up the stairs. To my surprise, other replacing me. I had to take a Thank you to everyone right here with me on Clubhouse. After all, this is where the conversation happens. Thank you for the views, opinions, and the perspectives. Thank you for making it possible. Turn up the lights in here, baby. Extra bright, I want y'all to 
turning them up for you, Trump. Don't worry. We met at borders, told her she'd take me back I'll be more supportive I made mistakes, I bumped my head And court sucked me dry I spent that bread, she need a daddy Baby please, can't let her grow up in that ghetto university Remember, coming up later on tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern, it is The Rose Solo Show. 7 p.m. Eastern, live on QMZRadio.com, JohnNoRadio.com, ViscosityBlend.com, and WKRIS, CoffeeRadio.com. And that's Coffee with AK. Gotta give a big thank you to everyone that held it down with me in the audience below. Welcome to the space, ASD. Thank you so much, Tasha, Virginia, Jeannie, and everyone else that was here earlier. Appreciate you. On the stage with me, Mad Libran, Marlon, Chief Donald, and everyone else that was here earlier, lending their voice to the conversation. Thank you so much. To my co-mods, Javette Rosolo, Sinet, thank you forever grateful. Today was Turned Up Tuesday. Tomorrow we honor women. We celebrate women. Hashtag WCW. To my listeners on JohnOradio.com and QMZRadio.com, this was a Moments With Me media production. Catch you tomorrow morning, 9 a.m. Eastern. This is Moments With Me signing out. Got haters in the paper photo shoots with paparazzi Can't even take my daughter for a walk See him by the corner store I feel like I'm calling it off Enough is enough, I'm calling it off Who the fuck I'm kidding though? I'm getting high, sitting low Slide by in that big body Curtains all of my boy